You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. Welcome to the Smoking Word. What's up, what's up, everybody? The Smoking Word Podcast is back and always brought to you by CasaTheRock.com. That's my merch store. We have snapbacks, we got t-shirts, we got ashtrays, we got everything for everybody. So support the show. You could go there or you could go to Patreon.com slash The Smoking Word. That's another way you could support the show. I just dropped some exclusive Hazen Street footage from the last run we did with Madball and H2O. Shout out to my Patreon family, Roxanne, Roxanne, everybody else on the fucking team. Um, one love for holding me down. Always check the, my Patreon family. Keep checking the Patreon because randomly we're dropping videos. So you never know when there's going to be something new, but always exclusive. You can follow us on Instagram, Smoking Word Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me, HoyaRock357 on Instagram. Again, I want to shout out everybody who's been um, supporting these shows. There's a lot of shows, you know, um, we're back, not just me, but meaning it looks like the world is getting back on its feet. A lot of bands on tour. Um, everybody hearing this, the by the time this comes out, the, the what you call it, the black and blue had just passed. Um, next up for us, this is hardcore. Look out for us. Um, the smoking word is going to be in the building. So everybody and anybody you're gonna see us in the building make sure you holler say what's up and if you see a camera in your face say hi mom the smoking word podcast will definitely be in the building this is hardcore shout out to joe hardcore shout out everybody and fucking supporting the scene um go get that new terror record they just dropped that record they got some hard shit and you know they're the guys they're in the trenches right now, you know, doing their thing. So make sure you go get that record. And I also want everybody to go support an old friend. Just touch base with me from an old band called Nobody's Perfect from fucking Brooklyn. Shout out to Junior and the boys. Well, anyway, they're dropping some new music. Check them out. He actually hit me with the link. I didn't get to check it out yet, but I am. Make sure you go support them. Nobody's Perfect. Listen. Support the groups out there doing their thing. Everybody in the trenches, all the podcasts, all the merch companies, all the bands, support the scene. Listen, Hardcore's back. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it positive. Let's open up that new door. Let's leave the past in the past. Forward we go. This week, who better than Connecticut's finest, one of my old friends, one of my good friends, and... To me, a staple in Connecticut hardcore. Listen, co-host of the Diablos Den podcast, fucking the the guy who runs the show and owner of Static Records in Connecticut, my boy, Jay Reason. Let's set this shit off. Okay. You can hear me, right? Yeah, you're good on this side. All right, good. 
Yo, I just want to say, dude, thank you so much for having, because, dude, you know, I've been wanting to get, not like on some shit, but it's just like. No, you know, but I, I was going to get you eventually for the, I wanted the right time. I was going to first I, get you what we we're going to do. Like I told you, uh, I wanted to do like the, the label, the, the whole, that yeah. kind of thing. And then I was like, no, nah, let's just get them on now. I go. Yo, I love, I love it. Cause the time, and again, dude, I just, it, you know, I, cause I usually. I get asked to do these, but they're never cool ones. So I always say no. So when I got asked to do yours, I told my girl last night, I was like, I'm so psyched, you know, cause it's, yeah. and I'm just, thank you so nah, much. You know what's up and I'm glad because you know why, what I try to do is, especially in our world, you know, it's the, unfortunately there's a couple of us and um, the, sometimes we get to, we run the, the guests through the yeah, fucking, yeah. we drag them through the, the podcast fucking meat grinder. Cause you know, it's all, our influences and it's all at our reach. So what I tend to do is if I see somebody popping on this side, I try to go in this bag. Yeah, and no, I, try I to pop and weave. That's awesome, man. No, I'm I'm so excited. And I got I got some good stories to uh I, <laughs> I, yeah, I got no a good, good I got some good ones to share with you. So yeah, no good. And I'm glad and I'm and that's what I was gonna ask you. And the thing was with you, so like I said, originally I was gonna do like that mixed bag, get a couple different people. I wanted to get like you and Vaughn. I mean, yeah. shout out to Vaughn Lewis. Vaughn, oh, dude, Vaughn is like the... We talked about it a while ago. Even though you don't know, you were going to be on this episode. Yo, Vaughn, Vaughn is like the OG, dude. It's just speaking on all that, man. He was one of the first kind of when I was a young kid, dude, like, I hate saying the word business, but that kind of dude that I ever met. And I remember, um, you know, dude, because for those who don't know, I, I've kind of lived numerous chapters right so some people will know me from like bands some dudes yeah. know me from like the label world all this stuff but i always just been around you know and i was really blessed due to to roll early on with josta and the hatebreed guys you know so i was always just like this little kid who's who was rolling around i got to meet you know kenny and vaughn and all those guys man and i remember just walking into those old offices dude and seeing you know that side of the business and it's just yeah. like it was crazy, man. And again, dude, that's what's imprinted on me in doing what I do today, dude, and, and helping out all the bands and doing a label or whatever, you know, so that it's funny. Yeah, yeah, and there's a handful of dudes that did that, like everybody was in a band, including mm -hmm. yourself. Right. But then it got, um, what do you call it? You go through the, the, you sift through it. And then now the next thing is you could get into the behind the scenes, which isn't for everybody. Everybody right. likes the idea of, oh, I want to start a label. Oh, well, yeah, I want to do this. But they don't know there's a thousand trillion things that come along with it. And at the, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people may not want to deal with it when they figure out all that comes with it. Like, totally. You know? And I'll say for a, self, a dude like myself, man, like, uh, you know, I, I got my first real job at 30 years old. So like, you know, I toured, dude. You know, I toured in this whole game uh, up until I was like 30 years old, you know, um, and for a dude like myself, man, I wasn't going to do anything that was, uh, you know, like an office job or anything like that, because I did dabble in that, dude, and I had to stay true to doing this, especially when you're like us, you know, you can't just go into a work environment at that age and, you know, I would get into things with people, not, not in a, a confrontational way, it's just like, I know that there's a whole nother side of the world, so you can't tell me that this is all there is, you know, yeah, and a lot no. of times, dude, that doesn't mesh uh, well. No, for sure, for sure. And more than anything, you see, I, I, I think of shit, in, I never think of shit in order. My brain works in a different way. Totally. Like my whole shit with, with you is, obviously, we're going to get into how you came up, because exactly, you got a lot of history with coming up with, with Jamie, and then also with the label, then we're going to talk yep. about that. But right now, more about the, the fucking record store. 
Oh, that, yeah. That, that, I want to start from there because that shit is happening right now. Yo, thank you, man. And, and I'm and very much like you, dude. I'm, I'm a very present person. You know that I, I'm not one to, to look back at stuff. So yeah, the, the store is kind of a crazy story, man. So for those that don't know, you know, I had started a label uh, like right at uh, 2019 in that area, you know, uh, and that label is distributed through E1, which is now Monarch. Um, but it's called it's called Static Era Records, and the first release was uh, Sights and Sounds. Who you had Andrew from Comeback Kid on a couple episodes ago. That's it's his all uh, like melodic rock yeah. band, you know. And uh, you know, dude, I had been thinking of restarting a band, uh, a relabel again, you know, especially because I've been doing some reissue stuff. Um, but whatever. So long story short, dude, you know, I'm, I'm cranking releases out on Static Era, and then the fucking COVID shit hits, right? And dude, I'm just sitting on inventory at this point, Hoya. So like, you know, the last record I put out was this awesome band called Husbandry. I encourage everybody who to listen to them. Uh, if you get a chance, they're, they're super happening. Um, but that was like the last record. And the record release show for that was the day they pulled the plug on all the New York City shows. Mm. So dude, I'm telling you, I'm sitting on like, you know, 100 vinyl of mine, 100 of theirs, you know, and it's just sitting, dude. And, and, and at this point, man, I don't really know, like, okay, what are shows going to be like? Or what, what is this? And I, and I do it. And again, dude, I just started this label. I'm, I'm funded by E1, you know, like shout out Bill Wilson over there. You know, dude, I'm, I'm given this opportunity. And then now this, this fucking thing comes that I can't control, you know? Well, hold on one second. Yep. So you, I didn't know this Bill Wilson connection right here. Well, Bill, Bill Wilson works at Monarch E1. So shout, shout out, out to the motherfucking Bill Wilson and, over and, there. And, yo, and, I need a job, Bill Wilson. Yo, hit him up. <laughs> no, and, and but shout out, that's... Again, I just love when things connect the dots because that's an OG and he's well, been in this game, this behind the scenes game forever. You know? And again, dude, one of the early people I met early on, shout out again to college, I call it University of Josta. Yeah. I got to go to, you know, uh, Blackout when it was in that, uh, the warehouse in Jersey and shit, you know, and I'm, I've been really blessed to to know Bill and, and dude, he he really like looked out when I had a band, he put us on the sheer terror CBGB shows, like just a very solid individual person, right. man. Like, you know, again, shout out to Bill Wilson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's at, he's at Monarch, which is sick. So, uh -huh. um, you know, but so again, dude, I, you know, like, yeah, that's the connection there, but I had been started this label and, and I was just like, okay, man, what am I going to do? Um, I have all this product. I can't, you know, dude, it's like us. It's like you with the bands. It's like, how do you find out about new shit? It's going to shows. It's, it's hearing about shit. It's talking yeah. to your friends at all this shit. And now that's been removed, right? So I live in um, a town that's right next to the train station. I used to work in the city and stuff. So there's all these little like shops and shit. You know, it's kind of like cool area. Um, you know, and this, there was just an empty storefront one day, you know, and I was like, you know, man, fuck, like, let me see what this dude would want. And I was like, if I can't, get my product out there. I was like, maybe I can make a home and people would come to the product, you know? And again, man, I've been yeah. working in this a long time. So I kind of knew, okay, I could call death wish, shout out them, contact rev, get a couple records from all our people. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah, I, sure. I had pitchfork stuff in there, you know, shout out to Warren and those guys gave me merch to put up. And again, man, I just said, you know what, there's no show. So maybe people will come here. And yeah. then again, dude, I started bringing in you know, more commercial releases. So dude, every Friday we have, you know, new Taylor Swift, all that shit, you know, but my, my, my real bread and butter and the love of that store is our connection to the, like the hardcore thing and having those new releases, dude, like I got the new demo when it's like some kid, you know, like yeah. that's the shit I love, dude. You know, I can't, yeah. I can't shake it. And, uh, you know, dude, so I've been lucky that out of that, the whole community has kind of rallied around the store Hoya, Cause I didn't expect it, bro. And again, you look at our storefront, it does not fit in. It's very, you know, it's out there, man, you know, but, uh, 
I think the community needed it, dude, especially at a time like that. So I was super, I was super happy. Yeah, that no, it was happy. dope. And I remember I followed you doing it. And I remember it was, so I didn't remember, no, if it was exactly you had it planned right before, but I know it was in the beginning of COVID. Yeah, and it was I like literally, thinking, dude, yeah, yeah, right at it. And I remember thinking two things. I go, one, he's crazy because, you know, we don't know the world. And then I go, two, with vinyl, which we love vinyl and we know it goes up and down. But I was like, wow to do that now and with vinyl being the main cat i go whoa jay's balls got like he's floating on his balls right well now. listen man I, i'm not friends with i always say i'm not friends with guys like you if i'm not willing to take on challenges and do For crazy sure. shit, right and the thing is hoya like you know dude what might be scary or intimidating to some other people dude to me i don't think of things like that and maybe that's yeah. the hardcore kid in me where again dude i didn't know anything about opening a storefront or paying taxes or this, the other thing, you know, dude, it's like, I just kind of was like, let me see if I could do it. Yeah. Can I get some people through the door? Let me get on Google. Let me, so it was like, you know, to me, dude, and again, you know, I'm going to, you're going to hear me shout out Joss a lot in this, but a lot of that comes from him because there wasn't oh. like never a, like, you can't do this. It was always like, and, and say, dude, same with Madball, AF, any of the, these guys that we know, you know, shout out to all you guys have been here so long. It's like, you could just do it. Who says you uh -huh. can't do it? Why is yeah. it gotta be this certain way? And and dude, again, like, you know, we're like a year and a half into the retail store, two, two plus years on the label, bro. And it's like, they're both doing super well. And if you would have told me that when this shit had Thank first God. started, bro, I would have thought like, I didn't yeah. know what the world was going to look like. I would have told you the really same. Sure. And, and you're right. And, and, and one thing that what you said is something that I've been living by because you hear a lot of things and, and I'm stuck and I know it's a fact. I can speak for myself, but I could kind of say that for, I'll speak for men right now, just that we need to take ourselves out of our comfort zone. Totally. That's the only way we're gonna fucking grow. And and I know something like, yeah, mentally, but we don't know what we could do unless we get uncomfortable. Meaning oh. you said, all right, something gotta happen. All right, there's a pandemic, there's this, there's a risk, but it's something that I, I know, I think I could work this because my heart's in this shit, which it is. You know, the, you're the right guy to have that. You have the pulse of your town and the city because you've been involved with the music. You've been involved with bands. If it was an indie rock band, the hardcore band, the metal band, you know, the hip hop group, you know what I mean? You've always been around. So it ain't out of pocket for you to be that guy. Well, and to me, Hoya, too, it's, it's always, well, what's the other option, right? And, and yeah. I don't, I don't want to go. I mean, I, I hate saying this to shout out to the people that can do it, dude, but. I am like an individual who cannot work a normal job. I cannot be by that. So for me, dude, I gotta be able to, to, to say like, okay, can, can the label become a store? And again, man, I know, you know, sometimes it is navigated to, to, especially like in social media where, you know, the whole world kind of follows that whole shit. So, you know, sometimes it is hard to follow with the label, the store, this, that, the yeah. other thing. And I think eventually I'll find that groove, but it really dude was a necessity that was just like, yo, what am I going to do with fucking 500 yeah this or 600 that and and again dude on the i do a label called war, war god collective which you know from when we did the godfather soundtrack but we do yes. a lot of licensed product man so like eve six uh stabbing westward fuel really these big titles dude um and again i'm like well what the fuck am i gonna do with this shit if i can't get it out there and these and those big bands aren't taking these you know bro you're talking they're buying a thousand at a time to bring on the road Hoya. So you understand, cause you're, you know what yeah. these numbers look like for us as a business, when, a, when somebody's wholesaling a thousand from you, bro, that, that keeps the lights and shit going for a long time. Yeah. So when that's like totally gone, you're like, fuck, what am I going to do? And I'm not that's about the, to go apply. That's the hardcore kid in you. Yep. Like there's two kinds of hardcore kids. Like 
the wildness where we could take that part of us and just stay on the wild side, or we could apply that grind of let's fucking make it happen and by all, by whatever means necessary because that's how my whole life been. I'll make it happen. Yeah. You know, if it was something I said, if you could think of it, you could do it. Totally. You, know, you just gotta because how did exactly it's like everybody if, if that person could get there and dude, you and I know a lot of people you know, not throwing nobody under the bus, but we've seen some people who get to certain places that I, and I know you think this too. Let's like, throw, I throw them on the bus, no, no, reverse, I'll, go I'll, back I'll, over them. Isaac is driving. No, He's you know what I'm saying. But you, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of dudes that, that both of us, uh, yeah. you know, have put on dude, and especially, you know, again, dude, I'm not a person who's out there anymore in the forefront being like, I worked on this and that, but you know, dude, I do see some shit that I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is that? But you know, dude, again, I can't live in my in my shit yeah. like that. And I'm sure some people see my shit and they're like, yo, fuck this motherfucker. So. Yeah, you know, you know, that's the name of the game. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like, uh, if it, we're the dudes taking the, the culture with, you know, all right, we're not in the band or we're in the band still. We got the re- we got the platforms that are helping out the music. You know, if it's the podcast, the record shop, the fucking, you know, um, the, you know, all that. It's like I tell people this. I go, um. Everybody hearing this shit, they really, besides I always say subscribe, blah, blah, all that bullshit we always got to say. But the fact is this, in our world, in the hardcore world slash punk rock, whatever you want to say it, I'm a hardcore kid, but you want whatever you want to call it. This is our news channel, not just the smoking word, but any of our podcasts are the news channel to our world. Totally. At this minute, at this moment, it's still untouched by bigger forces. Totally. Right now is the time to keep your ears if you want to know what's cracking and get an honest assessment of history and bands and what's doing it. Support these podcasts because ain't nobody doing it in our world. Look at I love the metal guys. You know that I love all the metal hammers, the 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 golden gods, but we don't have that in our world. And we well, should- you know, it's it's funny, Hoya, too, because I, I heard you mention this before, like on the uh on a couple episodes back. It's like I always wondered, like, how come we don't like you know, to your point, like I've always said, like, yo, somebody should reach out to me because yo, I will I will take that. And we should make that happen because again, dude, like yo, stigma should be in some kind of fucking like we're that guitar. Talk. We're you know gonna talk outside of this on some real shit. We're gonna get Jamie in on this shit. Yeah. Because you know, listen, the fact is, um, I see it a lot with the hip hop dudes where they basically they worded it right. Yeah. When they say we gotta show, give people their roses, whether why they could still smell them. Right. No, you're you so know, right, and, dude. And when I heard that a lot of these rappers are using it and I go, yo, you, they couldn't have said it any fucking better. Like, and that's why I always love those. Like, um, I remember years ago, Roadrunner had, the closest thing in our world was when Roadrunner, shout out to Roadrunner, by the way. Um, Roadrunner did many years ago, a Roadrunner United where- Oh, that's happened sick. Yeah, Jamie, they all covered, they covered Madball songs and yep. whatever songs. That was the closest to our world being meeting on on that bigger level and 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 it was great not just because it was cool for as a mad boy guy but i'm like i'm i was for hardcore i'm like yeah that's all of us like finally they're giving a shine because you know let's face the facts we, we were to metal we were that 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 cool uncle that got out of jail well and that's, that mean? again dude it's that's why i was always curious it's like why it's missing right it's like all these guys you go and ask them and they're like oh I fucking love mad ball sick of it all af you know but it's like, yo, how come like Hoya and Freddie ain't up there? How come like Stigma's guitar is not in the fucking case? Yeah. Like, how come Joss, like, dude, especially, you know, you, you even see it like, you know, a guy like, you know, a guy like Josta, who again has even transcended that certain yeah. level, dude, like he ain't even really, 
I know. And he I agree. Poses a lot of times, you know what I mean? And you know that those motherfuckers sweat that dude. So it's like, I agree a thousand percent. And I'm like, funny. you know, that's why when I remember when they got nominated, when Avery got nominated, I was like, yo, a hardcore band got nominated. Yeah. If they could get it. And look at Avery got the metallics. I listen. They're hardcore motherfuckers. Ain't nobody gonna tell me. Oh yeah, come on. About. We all know. I don't gotta go down Haybreed's history. They're, you know, they're the metal motherfuckers, but they're the hardcore motherfuckers. Yo, shout out Beatty and Wayne too. Beatty said, oh. "What's up?" I told him I was talking to you today. So oh hell yeah! Up. And, and yeah. Beatty's jumping on. I'm getting all of so, them. They know they got yep. no choice. And that this is hardcore. It's on. <laughs> Smoking words is gonna be in the building. So, Haybreed's gonna be live in the building. They don't even yeah. know it, but they will be. Hell yeah! But um, no, but I'm not not for. It, it's crazy. It's like no, but. Guys like that, like, we really should think, cause um, again, like um, there's people like that, like you know, I, I don't want to just point to our New York people, but no. there's the Jimmy Gestapo's, there's the Rogers, there's the Vinnies, you totally, know, there's man. even you know, there's you know, we could go some OGs in the West, cause I mean, it's our well, world, like, and like hardcore motherfuckers. And again, man, like uh, just to bring it into the store again, right? It's like that's why when. Like, you know, you guys did that reissue of Legacy. We brought in 25 copies. Yeah. New Terror, 25 copies. And it's like, if that's the way that, like, we can support, so it's like it moves the needle to show that that's whatever gets in a second press, because I know shit's not like SoundScan or whatever. It's like, yeah, no. dude, that to me, view like, is the the outlet, too, for the store. It's a good way for me to help my friends yeah. get a bunch of product. Because, again, dude, right here, the, the neighborhood is so young and they're like ready for some shit you know what i mean so it's like you could be like yo check this out check yeah. this out check this out so and that's good that you know that's something that was lost with the internet again i'm not an internet hater but there's the the shit that doesn't but no i agree i mean listen dude you know how many songs are uploaded a fucking day yeah. on spotify you're gonna like, find like the great thing about the shop is is like that like yo a, a young band could say yo i did see the flyer for that new terror record wow maybe one day we could get a flyer for yeah. our band and they they know they might have there is a platform that they might have a chance of getting on it gives you a goal you know oh dude I mean? and and that's why when they come in man i mean i'll buy a kids demo i don't even fucking care what it sounds like i'm like i'll take five listen right you know what i'm saying i, I don't even care because it's like I, that kid's gonna leave so not even just psyched on the store but just feel that need yeah. to go to that next band or that next pro you know dude it's like they need more people like us who are gonna help get this shit to the next level and keep it going you know this, that's this, why i love bands like turnstile and yeah. knocked loose and all these bands man who are really fucking taking it to that next shit and killing you know? it oh and i love it because you know i, I root for all those bands Same, I, you bro. Know, but the knock loose don't want to get them i don't know them personally but i root for them because that's some hardcore dudes that have a metallic thing they're doing the thing turnstile you already know that they, they're, they're hardcore kids with their flavor and it's variety it's not yep. the same let's go you know, I root for them. A lot of these old dudes, when we were coming up, hated. I'm like, well, why I, you hate I know it? that those Knock Loose guys are huge Madball fans, man. So I, I might be able to help you connect some dots there to get them on. So just let yeah, me know. Yeah, for sure. Know. I've been wanting to get them on because, yep. you know, again, I know, you know, they're doing the thing. And also, um, yeah, I, bro, know, I just saw them play on yeah, they, Saturday I see, they're night. Killing it. They're Dude, killing it. Was like it. 3,000 cap room. It was them, movements. That band Kublai Khan. Kublai Khan, that's another band I want to get to because I know these bands for a while and I'm like, now nah, I want to touch base and I like I like the people that are doing things, you know, like they, they, these are the, I don't know the name of the machine that pumps your heart. Oh yeah, yeah, like, I know what you're talking about, yeah. They're the that to this. Yup, you know no, I, mean? I agree, man. And it's and, cool too because it's, you can hear the influences of all you guys, Madball, Hayfried, Sick of It All on those things. So again, it's like that whole discovery, dude, like, 
when I was a young kid, that's how I find out more shit, you know, and I really, you see that nowadays. I see it at the store. Um, I see it online at the label, you know, it's really cool, man. It's really, it, it is, it's just nice to see shit still going because you hear a lot of people being like, oh, the shit's so dead. It's, and it's like, nah, bro, it's go to a show, man. I still go, you know, fucking. No, for sure. And, and, and there's know? like, like, like this whole thing with this thing. I'm like, you know, I'm, it should be included with everybody else. Totally. Like enough with this oh, hardcore, some little kid shit. Vinny's writing the book on how far you could take this shit. Well, and you know what it is, Hoya, too? It's like our music scene is young, right? So I was just saying this the other day. It's like our, you know, like my generation's a couple of years behind you guys. So it's like, if there was nothing before that, how how could you watch something, right? So right yeah. now it's like, you go see a band like fucking Kiss and you got dudes bringing their little kids. So why can't our shows be the same way? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's and they are. I think people now are starting. They still has that little kid stigma to it. But I think now there's more people like us involved in, totally. in, in, in the in 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 the in the in the movement of, of of society but now taking who we are with it being totally podcast your store but yet we got that mentality we know we're bringing that in like the infiltrate the system that was the whole concept with that like we were psyched when we would meet a judge a cop you meet a, a, a cook a chef and you're a hardcore kid it's like a superpower oh, i'm totally. like you know like it's like you're an x-men and you know okay you know you it's, well, a, it's a weird, amazing thing. And I can tell you, man, so like, uh, you know, I've worked at Sony for a little while, right? So you'd think over there, it's like, nobody knows shit, bro. There yeah. are so many hardcore kids there running shit, designing those fucking, uh, you know, yeah. uh, I know, Aguilera covers yeah. and shit, you know, it's, it's crazy, man. It'll be crazy, you know, um, uh, Freddie or somebody will go, well, like, I'll go see um, Post Malone and you find mm -hmm. out, you know, their manager or like guys, a hardcore dude. And then <laughs> the keyboard player for a freaking whatever pop band was a hardcore kid from Albany. And well, yo, you know, you know what? When these guys want it done right, they know where to come get, come get the, the best in the biz, right, Hoya? That, that's a fact because <laughs> let me tell you, um, ain't nobody gonna beat Warren in the tech world. Ain't nobody gonna, you know, the hardcore exactly, kids, dude. shit, I was like, we're no joke. The Vaughn Lewis's, the U's, like when you got a motivated hardcore kid, ain't nobody safe. Well, and listen, man, most of us are going to come on super early in the game. You know, yeah. like if you look at, say, Billie Eilish's team, right? She's got Brian Marquise, who's a hardcore kid. She's got Mike Porman, who was a hardcore kid playing hot. I didn't so, know that. Oh, yeah. So, so, dude, so check this out. So I so, want to go see her because um, there's uh, some of my kids, they like uh, they talk about it. So I might be able to win some points with them. Oh, dude. All right, so we'll talk offline we'll about later. that. <laughs> yeah, so listen, but her drum tech is a Connecticut dude, played in the band called Hot Rod Circuit that was on Triple Crown. Shout out for Fred oh, Bellman. Uh, and, and then her, I think he's like the, the main guitar tech for Phineas is oh. Brian Marquise, who was in a band called Therefore I Am, also a Connecticut dude who was, his first band was called Charlie Five O. We used to yeah, play at the Bristol Skate Park. Probably play with, hey, uh, probably play yeah, with you guys. Yeah, it sounds familiar, that bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like it's her whole team is like hardcore warp Tour people. So again, like you said, man, we've all... Uh, we'll all come on early on and sort of take a chance. I mean, I'm like that with the label. I'm sure you're like that too, where it's like you see something and maybe you get presented something where it's very small, but you can see that like, okay, there's something there. Fuck it. What's six months of my time? You know, I've already wasted time sleeping in a fucking uh, flying J for a fucking yeah, week. Yeah, no, right? so for why sure. not? <laughs> you have, we get that eye from being around so long. Like we just did this last weekend, right? The Hazen Street Mad. Yeah, it looks so Whoa. sick, man. We were going to try to roll out. We're going to, we're, we're hoping to do a proper little East Coast run to probably it hit It sounded him. great, man. Shout out Toby. He sounded really good on yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had fun playing with the guys, but you know what was cool? So 
we play with reaching out. You know, they're a new band, dope new band. Beto, who used to play with us, his kids yep. in the band. But but besides that, they have a bass player who killed it. And I'm watching them, and then I hear, yo, he's 14 years old. What? 13 or 14 years old. I fucking bugged out. And not only was I amped, I get amped watching them because it's been a minute since a new band came out. Look, in my, when, I, when I came up, the average age of the kid was 15 to 18. I mean, dude, my first show my brother took me to was about 15, yeah. you know? And even the bands around, when it was us, whoever was around, we were in that age bracket. And then it kind of moved for many years that everybody was more like towards the 20, 25. Right. Now this new wave, there's a couple of these younger bucks with that, like being a reaching out. But one, they had that energy and the style I love. I was like, wow, that's dope. Two, I watched that kid going off. And when I heard he was 13, 14, I fucking, I, I got chills, like in a good way where I got, yeah. like, I was like, yo, this is like the dopest shit. And I even say, yo, just keep doing whatever the I fuck. I got to check them out, man. You'll have to send yeah. me a link to listen to that. Cause yo, and the energy, I was like, man, that's, you know, and it's good because they got proper, their parents, a lot of them come from hardcore kid parents. So I know that it's being passed down the right way. Oh, totally, man. To and, teach the next you, generation. Yeah. And you see it, dude. I mean, like, I always feel like every generation has a little bit better production or a little bit more like they're writing with that kind of, cause you, I mean, dude, I know you're the same way we've talked about it. Like I love production and good sound and shit. Like I know some people love this tin can demo shit. Like that's cool too. But I love when a band writes with production, the style, you know, all that shit, man. And, uh, and you see that more and more and more coming. And I think like, again, dude, you know, going back full circle to what we we're saying about, you know, giving the roses to people. It's like, that's why that shit should be appreciated. Cause it's like, if, these younger kids knew that they were influenced by these older dudes that they might not even know, or they're like, Oh, that's my dad. Listen to that shit. So I don't want to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know it's just got, like you said, you present cause cause young kids listen to Nas and their dad listens to it. So it's just, again, it's like, how do you frame it in the same way, man? So I, I love that you said that about that. Yeah. And I try to, I always love that when you find out like, um, people in these other bands, you know, the connection to a hardcore band or somebody and you're like, Oh shit. You know, again, it's it's a if you ain't a hardcore kid it's hard to describe because you could be a metal guy and still be into some very extreme metal like totally. mortal or whatever but you'll see another guy who's into mortal and you'll be like okay but it's still not a connection like if you saw a guy with a fucking scarhead shirt or yeah. a fucking fahrenheit <laughs> you know you're like you okay yo if you see a guy with a scarhead shirt you oh, might you run, run the other way yeah, you leave hide right? your wallet I always, say, food. I always say to Ezek, I'm always like, yo, if a girl ever says that she's a Scarhead fan, I was like, I just can't talk. I'm out of here. I mean, I'm out of here. So I, I love you so much. Shout out to the Scar. Yeah. Shout out to, to on tour right no, now. No, they're killing it, dude. And we've been slacking yeah. on the podcast, man, because Ezek kind of had back-to-back -to -back tours. Um, but, you know, dude, it's part of the course. And I, I'm, what I like about it, I always say that the podcast with us is more like a, um, it's more like a show. So yeah. Like, when's the band playing? You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, and I love it. It's kind of like Murphy's Law. What time are they going to show up? And let's see who they're coming with. You well, never dude, know. And, and, and you know, it's funny, man, because like, uh, again, man, just like the store, right? You know, I never thought like, oh, I'm going to do a podcast or no shit like that, right? But I know, you know, I know you and Isaac for a real long time. And, and before the podcast, Isaac had uh, started asking me like, yo, how do I buy gear? You know, all this shit, right? And, yeah. and, and I know Isaac. So I just said to him, I, uh, 
I was like, all right, maybe talk to this person, you know, and he was trying to connect with a couple of people and obviously never got off the ground. So he just called me one day and he was like, dude, how are we going to oh. do this? I, I need you to just be yeah. the guy and just do it. So, um, uh, yeah, because that's like, you say, he's like, put this in the round hole. Yeah. So he's like, you know, we're gorillas. So we need guys like you. Like, you know, we all got our, our, our you know, our, uh, well, and our dude, weapon I, on our side, you know, I got mine. And again, man, I felt so blessed, man. Like I said, like be, whether it be on your podcast or have this dude ask me to do something or like, you know, whomever. Cause again, man, outside of just getting to become friends with you guys, dude, I'm a fan. So it's, yeah, it's no. cool. And, and, and again, when you have somebody like, like yourself or him call you and ask you for something or your opinion in something, oh, how do you do no. this? It's like, you know like, what's up? You cool, always you know? been involved, like more than just a fan. Like you've been involved with the music and I love the shit with the shop and, Thanks, and the whole shit. I'm like, that's like energy that was needed. That was good. I, I was, cause I was going to ask you, I was curious, like how it was doing. I saw the other day you had, well, so it was, yeah, man. So it was, it was actually, it was record store day. Well, well, how, how do you do that? What was that? Like you did a pre thing. How, how did you oh, yeah. So, so let me tell you about this, man, because it's actually like a very interesting story. And I'm, I'm going to tell this in a very uh, political way. Cause I want to keep all the connections for the store. Exactly. Happy, yeah, right. Exactly. Don't... But yeah. So like, so in a nutshell, dude, record store day for people who don't know is like this. It's, they do it once or twice a year. Um, it's like once on Black Friday and then once on April, I think in, co in COVID, they were kind of shifting it around, right? But the main thing is that your store signs up uh, for this program and then you are allowed to sell these like limited edition things, right? So uh, the best example I could give just that everybody would know is that this year they did a Taylor Swift seven inch, right? Gotcha. We, we both know she's a fucking huge artist, right? Of course. So, well, they press 10,000 of these things for the store, right? For, and th and that, that goes across the U.S., every store that's part of this program. And I think there's like 14,000 stores, you know? Um, so what's interesting, dude, and, I, and, and this was like kind of a hard pill to swallow and, and a real learning curve with the store, right? So on the war God end, I have done releases with Record Store Day, including Godfathers of Hardcore um, with them, do it for years, right? So dude, five, six, I think maybe eight titles total we've done with them, right? So when I tell you Hoya, like, we know this, this, uh, the people that run this dude, yeah. uh, again, you've known me a long time. So, you know, I'm super polite and very respectful and, and yeah, all this shit, sure. whatever she needed. Me and Vinny did a thing at generation shout out to Mark and stuff. We did an in-store for them. Like, you know, dude, whatever she needed for this project. We yeah. You were it, working. Right? We worked it. So dude, here I am thinking like, all right, man, I got the fucking store open now. Like, let me into this fucking program. Yeah. Did not happen, dude. And, and I got to admit to you, man, like, uh, you know, again, this, I'm, I, I love, I'm a dude, you know me for a long time. Dude. I, I talk about how it is, whether it's good or bad, because not everything is fucking perfect, man. And it was a really hard pill to swallow that like we were not accepted into the program like the first year we're open um, due to some hours shit that's not really clear. And uh, again, I want to keep everybody for nice sure. on this thing, you know, and I could talk to you more about it offline. But yep. yeah, what I would say is that I wish that there had been more of a rule set that's like, okay, if you're going to, you got to be open X amount of days or some shit like that, right? But long story short, dude, again, not to dwell on that, we're finally here. We finally got accepted into their program. Uh, Black Friday was the first one. So it's super sick. And again, man, to, to show you how important it is to be part of that, dude, like um, the, they add you to their websites, like recordstoreday.com, right? So say like in wherever you are, you put the zip code and it would show you like, hey, these stores in the area, you know, are part of this program and you can get this. Like for instance, on Friday, they came out with a possessed, record that's only available at, at uh, record store gotcha. you know so shit like that 
Um, so dude, I was happy to say that finally we were in the program. And then this, this one that just happened, dude, the Taylor Swift record was a fucking huge one. Um, without saying how many we got, we got a good amount more than some other stores, which is awesome for us. Um, and yo, the first people, the first group of girls was four girls, uh, lined up at six 30 in the morning. We don't open till noon, bro. Yeah, and I was like, Oh, stop. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do the early morning shit, you know? So, but hold on. Let me get straight. This kind of yep. a little rewind. So this program kind of works like they give exclusives to record shops. Like a perfect example would be like this, right? Like say there was like, um, all right. So say you had like the Vic, remember like you guys did that victory single. Yes. So say you guys took that back and you're like, yo, we're going to do a uh, 2000 of them on one color. Right. Yeah. So I could help you solicit that to record store day things. And they had put it as part of this program. So it's, it's kind of a thing where when you're working, uh, I'll use war God cause it's a better example. Right. So when you're working with us, like war God level, and we're doing the soundtracks that year were cable guy, Sopranos, faculty, uh, hot rod. So we had four like major soundtracks, right? Wow. When, when we get those licenses from Sony, a lot of times, Hoya, we're we're going like, okay, would this make sense for Record Store Day? Because you know, right off the rip, of course, maybe you have something that you're like, okay, this would sell two thousand, but maybe it wouldn't sell two thousand direct to a consumer, right? So you're like, let's put that for Record Store Day. They're gonna buy it out, right? We're just right away. a fucking huge check, and it's just done. Yeah. Um, so and again, dude, that's why it was kind of a hard pill to swallow, dude, when the store couldn't buy the Man, inventory. Well, and I'm saying to the to to. Um, the people involved i'm like yo i'm like i you could take eight of my titles right and make all this money but you can't let me buy like i'm not asking shit for free i'm asking yeah. to just be put on the website because again dude it's like you you get put on that website bro and, and you saw the fucking line so it's like yeah, it's just one of these it, things yeah. where it's like you know you're in dude, the club I, you're in the club now well and bro and it's, it's one of these things where it's like you know, dude, I've always felt like an outsider, dude, even with the people I'm friends with, dude, even when I was friends, you know, when I'm friends with Hey, you know, you know, I always felt like I'm my own thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and dude, I felt, I felt very excluded, bro. Again, because I had helped them and, and you know, again, right. my fault for not seeing rules, but yo, somebody should say like, this is this, this one, two, three, four, it, when it's so vague and you don't know what you're doing, it, bro, it was very difficult, but I'm I'm, yeah. I'm happy that we got to be part of it, dude. You know now. Yeah, man, that's the thing with these all these like learning curves. Like, what I'm what I the older I get, the learn the more I learn that there's that with everything. Well, bro, with and 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 that's why I feel so blessed again, man, to be part of like this community, right? Because again, it's like now we have each other. So say you were gonna go open a store yeah. and down no, there, and you're sure. like, yo, how do we go to fucking record store? I'd be like, okay, Hoya, it's you got to do it during this period. Absolutely. Right. Whereas, whereas before, dude, there's fucking nobody because we had to depend that, on the. We had to talk to the uh, the, the record companies about record company info, well, and they weren't gonna tell us shit. And listen, man, that's why I started a fucking label again because it was just I was so frustrated talking to my friends, and it's like, you know, dude, you hear all these people, and it's like, all right, I'll, I'll help you do it, but it's fifty percent, and you're like, well, dude, what the fuck? That's almost all of it. So by the time you break it up, so you know, dude, like, to me, dude, starting the label now. There's many times, bro, where I'll just distribute some shit and I don't even take nothing for it because I'm like, I don't do nothing for it. Yeah. So why yeah. the fuck would I take something for it? I don't take publishing because I don't, that's where you make money. You know what I mean? Like, like again, dude, maybe it's the wrong mindset, but for me, dude, that's where I want to be at and I want to help my friends make the fuck. I mean, and you know this, dude, it's I've always been like that. I want yeah, everybody no, no, you're, to fucking you're always me, you know? been for the, for, for the team, of course. You've always been a team well, player. Dude, there's more because there's enough food to go around and you see it in every other fucking scene. So it's like, that's what, that's what the bum out is in our world where it's like, 
you know, doing used to see it a lot. Like, and I saw it doing when we had, when I had a band, you know, like we were trying to take a chance and do some shit. And it's like, instead of getting the love, like now you see people shit, love you. these fucking bands who do 20 different styles, right? Everybody was like turning their back on us instead of like yes. helping us or navigating us through, you know, minus the few people, and, you know, like you guys taking us to Europe, J Joss, all, you know, and it, you know, do it again. You see that in coming up over the years and do it again. Sometimes you're like, fuck, you know, but it, it is one of those things where, you know, now starting the label, it helps you understand how to do things a certain way, you know? And I'm yeah, for sure. You gotta, you gotta go through those humps. Like, like you, you brought up that, like what just popped in my head was like perfect example. When we dropped, look my way, that was 1998. We got flipped on because people yep. were like, what's up with that metal record? And yo, that's but, one of my favorite. And, and but, it's funny because if you ask a certain kid in that age, that's yeah. their fucking record. I that's know. And not, just, and not just that. Look at the lay of hardcore now, the lay of the land now. It's fucking metal. Like, you know, totally. and like people flipped on us because everybody was doing the more punk rock side at that time. But we got flipped on, you know, but what, what we learned was we did whatever the fuck we want. We always did. And we kept going we kept going that's where you the perseverance the whole hate breach yep. to play like that yeah you, it is a fact you keep grinding you can't get denied they cannot like you they gotta respect you if they right. see keep seeing you coming i learned that with everything i go you don't gotta like me you don't gotta fucking want me here you don't gotta you, you could love me or whatever but you're gonna respect me on my no grind. facts dude super facts and i think that's period Dude, that's one of the cool things that about this younger generation, bro, is like they are so fucking open to every yeah. style, every kind of thing, whatever is like. And, and and I've heard you mention it on, on your show a couple of times, too, man. It's so true. It's like like almost like my generation and back. So that's including yours and like a little bit older. It was like it was so frowned upon if you did something that was successful. And I never understood that because instead it should have been like, oh, dude, no, you're there. Come with me. Let's do it. Yeah. together. You know, and again, I think that's why, dude, like when you see like the Madball AF set, you know, you see that cluster of bands that's made it successful, dude. It's because you guys have all kind of looked out for each other. Whereas imagine if like all those pockets across would have all done that shit. And again, dude, I know it sounds like this fucking like dream fucking shit, whatever, but you yeah, see it growing. It's every true. And I'm going to tell you this and I'll say it here. And this is a fucking fact that nobody could tell me different. We, we brought his name up a couple of times, but you know, the first people to do that was Jamie. Yeah. Because not that AF did it, but AF no, they used already to had reached their shows. top and helped whoever they could. Now it was like, who's gonna be that? Let me tell you, and I'll say it here. The Ramones and all that other shit, that's all cool and cute. That ain't us. But I know, I think maybe they took Murphy's Law out for a couple of shows. I never heard about no classic AM shows with the Ramones, no classic, whatever. I wasn't around, whatever. Right. I just know, hey Bree, the minute they popped off, they were like, we want Madball, Secret, or AF, every hardcore band he loved. And I know this for a fact, because I had this convo with Jamie. Well, bro, and I mean- time, there, was, there were certain bands that were talking a lot of shit and hating on Haybreed, and bands that he loved. And you know what he would say? I remember this, he goes, I know they talk shit, but you know what, I don't care. I love them, fuck it. That's the difference with him, and that's that hardcore shit in him. And listen, man, I will say this because, you know, um, for people who don't know, like, so I, you know, I ran Josta's label till well, that's pretty much go till, into now. All right. Yeah, let's till, go into now. I was going to bring it yeah, back. So. I, I mean, I pretty much ran that shit till, till the end. You know, he had a one person, uh, stillborn, right? Let him know. I hate, I hate saying the name because the name is just kind of very yeah, ugly. Stillborn. Come on. Oh, <laughs> hate breed. Come on. It goes with well, hate. I don't mind hate breed, but stillborn just because, you know, whatever. But, 
Um, Yo, hold on. You might get, we might get, am I going to get a wig like me too for saying stillborn? No, 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 no. Listen, and you know, I, I'm going to say this, dude. I never really gave nothing about it until one day when I, when we were, had the label and somebody wrote an email about it. And she said, you know, I was doing research on the subject and she was like, your guys' website pops up first. And then after that, I felt so fucking awful, bro. Like, I will make something real quick. <laughs> yeah, I love Tara and I love Vo. I love them all, but I will not wear a Tara shirt when I fly. Oh. That's a wrap. <laughs> Yo, they see that? I already get pulled over. Dude, Forget when I, was I go with a Tara shirt, it's a wrap. Yo, when I was with, uh, actually, when I was with Haybreed for Ozfesto too, Beatty was wearing a fucking terror shirt at the border and they gave him such a, yo, it, it was a wrap. But yeah, so for, for people who don't know too, and man, and know. This, this is why I was saying, like, I think you're, especially like your listeners and, and like Diablo's Den's listeners, right? It's like you, people know me from certain pockets of time. It's like, oh, that's the kid from Voice of Reason, right? Or yeah. that's, that's the dude who ran Joss's label or that's the dude from the distance, whatever, right? So, um, and, and all those are true, dude, you know, so. Uh, but yeah, so I ran Jasta's label, th I think right around to like 2007, you know, um, and but I had started with him, dude, actually, when we first voice a reason, um, I did a split with the band from Long Island called Overthrow, right? And it was funny. So I, I didn't know Jasta at the time, dude, you know, so voice a reason, and this is actually a full circle moment with you, Hoya. So this must be like 96 or something. My brother, shout out to my brother, John, he had a band called Vision 12. And they're, they were playing uh, with you guys at the Sports Palace, dude, in uh, New Britain, I'm you know? Sports Palace. Yeah, man. And, and I remember that because, yo, all week they were like recording the new demo in the bedroom because they're like, we're playing with fucking Mab on. Yeah. And yo, and they added backup vocals just for that demo. <laughs> so it was kind of crazy. Shout out to my brother, you know? Um, and I didn't, so I didn't really know Jamie or anything because I was really young, you know? Yeah. But I went up to him and just kind of like, you know, little kid, like probably the same way I went up to you and Freddie, of course, just like, hey, what's up? Like, you know, like little yeah. kid not scared or nothing and just kind of said to him like yo i got this band voice of reason or whatever and, and he was just like all right cool blah blah you know so dude that was it you know and i was kind of doing my own little thing like uh you know again my brother was bringing me to shows so i knew who jamie was because my brother was a big hate breed fan and uh and he was like yo you know Josta books the shows here and then there was the tune in which was booked here and there was like beef there remember because like Tune in couldn't book Josta and, and all this shit, right? So, and I remember my brother saying like, oh, if you got a show from Jamie, that was like, you made it, you know? Yeah. That, that was a real show, you know? And, and my brother's band always played tune in. So I gave him a tape and I didn't think nothing of it. And the, and the demo was, was like, I think either just done or we were just finishing uh, recording with Don Fury's over at Spring Street, right? So, and my dad drove us to the studio. Hoya and that's Canada. great that you got to catch Don Fury at Spring Street. Well, that's and classic. yo, so yo, bro, the, the funny, not to jump around too much, but dude, so the, the way that I got in touch with Don Fury for that was I, I called Revelation Records. I, I looked up their number at the time. I think I might've called like information and called and just said like, yo, whoever hits the phone, I was like, yo, do you have a number for Don Fury? Because I had <laughs> seen his name on everything, dude, your guys' record, yep. GB, like basically like every record. And I had no idea, dude. So yo, like I, got, I get a phone number from him and I, I call and leave a message. And I was like, hey, my name's Jay, whatever, you know. And, uh, and again, dude, don't think nothing of it. And then like a day or two later, dude, my mom's like, oh, some guy, Don Fury called for you, whatever. And I was psyched when I came in front, dude. Yeah, and yeah. I remember talking to him, dude. And I wish I could remember the exact amount per day at that time. I think it maybe was like either 250 or 500 bucks a day or something like that. But for us, it was expensive. Dude, we were like yeah. 16, 17 years old, you know, but we saved up enough to do our first demo there. Cause I knew you know, I had dabbled in some bands, but nothing real, just bullshit yeah. bands. Right. But I had known if, you know, again, from watching my brother and kind of like his band wasn't 
I hate saying not popular, but they weren't catching on. Right. Yeah, so I knew like, okay, I, I had seen like, okay, like the cooler bands like these records and these kinds of dudes. Right. It, it's like when we do anything, you kind of like yeah. research it out. And I don't know. I didn't know that at the time, but that's what I was doing. Yeah. Right? You, go, well, yeah you see what's popping. Like, see what's popping. And I, I thought, okay, this would be so cool to record with Don Fury. Like how hard again, dude, like the store, how hard could it be? Just call the fucking dudes. Yeah, and that's yeah, what I dude. did. Like I just called them. We saved up our money. And I remember all the other cats in the band were like bummed that it was so expensive. Like, but I said to them, I was like, yo, it's going to be worth it or whatever. Right. So fast forward back to this gig, I give Jamie that tape and I don't expect nothing of it. But I say to him, I was like, yo, you know, we've been playing a little bit here, there, whatever. And I said to him, I was like, yo, I'm booking some shows at tune in. Cause Fernando was letting me kind of book some shit. Cause again, do I just had gone up to him? I was like, yo, can my band play okay. here? Just kind of shit. Right. So, yo, I never forget that then. Joss the calls maybe like a couple weeks later and he offers us, yo, this shit was crazy. Cause again, dude, keep in mind, I'm 16. Yeah. For those that don't know, I'm Cuban. So religious holidays are fucking huge in our house. Yeah. But yo, Josta offers us Easter Sunday. Ah, uh, yeah. That, right. <laughs> at Bristol Skate Park with Cold as Life. Oh, man. And all. And definitely awesome. going to hell. Yeah. If you, you're going to hell. Hey, well, yo, now. we played it. So we played it, right? Because Josh had said, I never forget this because he said, yo, he's like, if you play this show, he said, any band that plays this show, I'm going to give them a better show. Yeah. But I need people who kind of got something going on for like this because Cold as Life is coming through. And again, dude, I had love, I like Cold as Life too. So I was like, fuck it. I remember my mom was, I mean, Hoy, you, you know, she was I know how it must have been. Right? She was like, really? <sighs> In Spanish too. So just that extra. And you know, deal, good right? food. You know, you missed out on good food. Yeah, man. But we had to do it, dude. And again, I yeah. think this is one of those things where, you know, I had always seen myself that I just didn't want, I was not a good student, dude. I didn't want to go to school in this kind of, I'd seen a dude like Josta who was maybe a year older than me, but at that time it seems yeah, no, been sure. 20 years older than me. Right. And he's doing all this shit. So dude, the next show he gives us, right, bro, is ready for this lineup. It's crazy, dude. Now keep in mind, this is like, Hapri was still big, but they weren't what they are now. Right. It was Hapri, Despair, H2O, Warzone and Strife. Jesus. And we, Hey, what more you want? We fucking opened that shit. Bro. You can't. He came through on his on his promise. Totally. And 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 from there, I would say that that's kind of like what solidified him and I as like a friendship. Where yeah, he knew that again, dude. If because again, I was just mimicking what I saw everybody else doing. So yeah. if I seen, you know, if he knew, if he said, "Yo, can you drop off flyers at this place?" Sure, bro. I live right there. Who cares? I'm I'm yeah. right there. Yeah. And that kind of evolved from there. And then so when we went the second time to Don Fury's. You know, and I was helping Joss a little bit here and there with flyers and shit like that. I just kind of just took a chance and just said, hey, man, will you come with us? And he came and dude, it's like he added like, a, you know, we were young, Hoya, so nobody said to us like, OK, you got to listen to these records and this. Yeah, no, for and sure. For guidance. Yeah. And Don Fury was a producer, so he heard something in us that didn't re require that. You know what I'm saying? At that time or whatever. But Joss added this whole nother level, bro, to the kind of like the recording and just making me understand the way music was. I mean, like. For people who don't know him or just kind of write off Hatebreed as this like easy band or whatever. I mean, the dude is a fucking musical genius, bro. Like he's amazing, he, you know? He, he, um, he knows everything. he knows his shit, dude. And and so, you know, he came with us to, to Don Fury's and I got I got the picture on my Instagram of me and him, you know, with the 40 and shit outside of Spring Street and stuff. Um, and then so we did a split with uh Overthrow, right? And and that was my first experience, dude, of seeing like a record label right so it's like because yeah. Jasta had already had like maybe like eight or nine releases you know Hoya and that to me was so interesting so I would I would go to his house and he'd be like all right yo I'm gonna pack this order for Varia this order for you know uh the revelation whomever and I was like 
it was like something just clicked, bro. Again, I was not a good student, dude. I'm not good at math, you know, and I went to a school that like, you know, bro, very sports kind of, yeah. I, I just, you know, I was cool with everybody, dude. I had mad friends, but I didn't fit again, dude, always felt like an outsider. Yeah. And then finally something clicked like, okay, records, CDs, whatever, you know? And I remember saying to him like, yo, could I sign like a band to your label? Like, I didn't know how it worked. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, due to like what we were talking about, just ask because what, what's somebody gonna say? No, or fucking, I don't know, or go fuck yourself, whatever, dude, right? We've well, all heard worse that's shit. The moment, that's the moment that what makes and breaks somebody could make your whole future is you taking that one moment where you say, do I ask or do I just, I eat it, don't. You could have been that guy and just done whatever, but you asked. Well, and, and that again, changes everything. And listen, man, and shout out to Justin. That's why I call it, you know, half jokingly, half seriously, like Justin University. Like, what other friend is going to let you fucking learn on Hapri Perseverance record? Like, I was his right. I mean, you know, this dude, like, yeah, you yeah, know, no, I, sure. I got a fucking plaque right here for it. Like, I walked into meetings with those guys planning that record with Universal. Like, I'm, I'm there for the whole hey, ride. Yeah, so it's that's a great experience on the U. Well, they and listen, bro, you're not. School you're not getting that at college or whatever, right? It's it's literally like his A&R guy. I mean, dude, like I worked at fucking Pacific Sunwear in the mall, dog. Yeah, yeah, and his A&R guy would call me and be like, yo, we need a fucking whatever, bro. Like oh, any, I mean, Hoya, anything he needed to do. Like yeah. that's how I learned Photoshop. It's how I learned how to build websites. Yeah. It was because out of just necessity, bro. And it was out of just like, oh, so-and-so is going to charge us this. I was like, yeah, fuck probably. that. I will learn how to do it. I will learn this. I will learn like, and again, dude, who the fuck is going to let you do that on these huge projects, right? Yeah. Most people would be like, no way, dude. But but he was yeah. very open, dog. And I remember I got to quit my job at Pacific Sunwear the day that they called. That was great. Like, Yo, we approved this little like um, like a slush fund, right, for stillborn to like yeah, take cool. out ads. And dude, we took out Perseverance full page ads. And fuck, dude, and hoy, when I tell you every fanzine, dude, like, even if it was a kid who made five copies of some shit, like, dude, my whole gig, that was just, how do we get this out? And the label love that shit. And it's like, you can't learn that really. So again, dude, that's why you'll always hear me just feel so blessed, dude, to be around like him, you guys all, cause it's like. But you also grinded, you saw, you know, um, cause you appreciate it. That's the thing what people don't understand when, when you bust your ass. Well, cause it's frowned upon to appreciate shit in our scene, yeah. right? It's frowned upon to say like, oh, thank you for helping me. And yeah. dude, that's bullshit because, and again, dude, it's like, we all need that shit, right? We all sure. have, have gotten help from somebody. And it, it, that people forget that's how, even how we get into the shit. Like what, I, what I'm assuming from you, from what I'm hearing, it, you know, I got into the music cause of my brother. Same, so, same dude. You know, so if nobody's putting you on, you know, people well, think that everybody was born in CBGBs and then maybe <laughs> Freddie was, that's about it. But, you know, but I mean, like people try to act like them, like, no, everybody gets put on and well, there's nothing and wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong if you've never been to CBs. It's all right. Even if you're a hardcore kid that never been to a hardcore show, it's okay. Do you love the music? Will you support if they're around? If they're not around, will you still support them? You're in. Totally, man. And I think that that's what's so overlooked, but I think is welcoming in this newer generation bro is like yeah. they're so like you look at some of these videos and some of the bands like i said man i still go to shows like two or three a week dude i just went to two this week dude i'm, yeah. I'm 43 years old you know what i mean yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. you know so when you just see it dude and you just see it evolve into like a more welcoming and again dude listen you know i'm ignorant i love the violence shit. i love all that shit but it is something nice to know that like like you said you could bring your kids i could maybe hopefully bring my son when 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 me and Vivi have one you know what i'm saying to shows and 
and feel like maybe they won't get like bashed in the face or some shit yeah. because our, our, our thing can evolve into something like that, man. You know, and, it, and it's been cool, you know? No, for sure. I like, you know, you could connect the dots. Like I said, I don't need my kid to be going, you know, stage diving. If that's what he wants to do, cool. But I'm like, I, I want him to appreciate that, how we connect the dots, how crazy it is. Not just so much for me, but like, I'm proud of this, of our world that it's creeped into everywhere. Like, for instance, um, I do everything to get my son's props from them. Yeah, I love like, that. I, I don't give a fuck about anybody. I want them to one day to be like, wow, my pop's cool. I always love when you say that you you let them watch the videos and they're just like, whatever. And like, I he looks at me and he goes, can I go now? So I hear him listening to something one time and I'm like, what is that fucking song? Because I kept hearing it here in the game and I look it up and it's Fallout Boy. Oh no So shit. I run to the room and I'm like, oh, I got something. I go, here we yo, go, here we go. Yo, you know that song? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's a band, Fallout Boy. Well, yeah, that guy likes my band. Hell yeah, he loves band. That one, and he's like, uh, uh, "You finished? <laughs> like nothing, nothing." I thought I had him. I thought I had him. Well, yo, you know, you know what you could maybe do with him is because I know he likes YouTube. Is like, yo, you guys should do a video together with him watching your videos and just giving some <laughs> kind of like some reactions. I, I would watch that. To get props from these motherfuckers. Like, I'll get like a, a skinhead from like um like Nuremberg <laughs> jump on stage and kiss me. Shout out to you. Number kissing skinheads. Well, my son won't even. He looks at me like Dynamo ninety five, like the the highest point ever of my that, life. Yo, that video, is, bro, not from that video is sick as fuck. I can't bro. pay my son in chocolate to watch it. You know what that means? <laughs> Forget about it. But let me ask. So your brother got you into this? So yeah, man. My, like I said, man, I owe a lot to my brother, dude, and and I always shout him out. You know, but um, how much old is he? Uh, than he, you? He's he's like three years older than me. Right. So like, and when before he like kind of, I remember the first thing he played me was uh, was Misfits and Murphy's Law, dude. Were like the first Perfect. two things I heard, you know. And I was just really into hip hop before that. I still am. I have, I, uh, as you know, do I still work with a lot of hip hop clients? So I love I love hip hop. Um, I, I wish I could keep up with it more, but there's just so much of everything, you know, but so just to go back to the, the label thing with Joss, the dude, so it's funny. So the, the first band I signed to Stillborn was a band called Ripe Brigade who, who went on to Revelation and shit. Right. And, and, and that again was like a moment where Jamie and I kind of hit this other stride in our friendship where he was kind of like, all right, I think this dude knows some shit. Right. Cause Joss was doing more heavier hardcore. So like sworn enemy, full blown chaos. Right. And then I, I was bringing in more stuff like with honor. Yeah. Uh, right brigade wrong side so dude when you when we had these two things and, and and i think what the unfortunate part dude with the label hoya too was that like we were like almost too early like we didn't really catch on with the digital shit yet whereas like i think like had we been able to weather that um yeah. you know and dude i was going through my own personal shit which you know i don't want to get into too much but i feel like if me and him could have kind of navigated through that with the way the digital landscape is and dude just some of the bands we were signing and you know the i had helped expand the distribution and uh at the end there to Caroline so we were like we were really making some moves bro and like you know we had some good bands and and Jossa was working on some some big shit that like never really came out or whatever but dude some of the records he was talking to and I, I know you know yeah. some of this shit and and sure. it, who and knows what it would have been it was a good time because he also had a lot of fire behind him so if he, well, was, he was doing, doing headbangers head ball remember yeah, at the yeah, time exactly the headbangers ball and again this became the Jamie show but mad props to Jamie because well listen man thing why you know um a lot of props to Habri, you know. Well, listen, man. Mo he's the top. He's a dude. Like even what I remember with that, any hardcore band he could get through that door. He brought. <laughs> I will, and again, man, we 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 booked so many shows together. I have the stubs, and, and here's the thing, man. I I have no problem 
admitting whoever helped me, dude, even like a, a, a dude we both dislike, but was important in the scene at one time, dude, he's the reason my band was on fucking triple crown. So when yeah. people clown on him, I don't yeah. get in on that part. And I just say, I don't fucking like the dude, but X, but, Y, and Z. So it fucking is, whatever, is, right? Like, I won't even mention the name just because I just don't, it is what it is, right? So for me, dude, it, I think it is important whether these people are whatever, or, you know, this or that. I think it's okay to, to say like, yo, these people help me out. And again, dude, like who the... I'd be lying if I said, like, yo, hoy, you know, I just fucking walked in and know how to do all this yeah. shit. No, it's like, yo, my boy at the time, let me fucking learn at Universal Records while his band was fucking blowing up. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, so so to sit here and be like, you know, it's it's the reason there's a static air. It's the reason there was a distance. It's the re you know, it's like, and, and you know, do people used to give me a hard time about our friendship, but a, a lot of that was jealousy. And I understand that, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and again, dude, shout out to all the other dudes because I still see BD, still see all those. They still come to the store. You see it. So it's like, yeah, all these that's people what I love. Used, and I, yeah, you know, sure. all these people who talk shit, like, oh, they're not your boy. And it's like, dude, they're right there, you know? So, uh, you know, but dude, yeah, it's like learning from that label and then evolving into like the label today, man, I think about the tools and resources that like we have available. And I'm like, man, that, that label would have been a fucking monster, bro. But it, I, I think, I think yeah, Joss is doing a new label now. It, 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 for sure. Like, I mean, it, it was good that he had the, exactly, it was a good variety, but yet it was a weird time when, when, when the, the platform changed, it was like, it was at that tail end. Remember, like CDs were like dying off, but then yeah. like digital wasn't like a, it was like iTunes was a thing, it but was it wasn't. Kind of, oh, it was weird. It was a weird. weird I remember being like, "What's gonna happen?" Like you know, when when it was like taking that away. Like I didn't, I didn't understand it. Like it's still, you know. Well, weird. and bro, and you, and you know what too, Hoya? Like I was coming off a real difficult. The distance record didn't hit the way that I wanted it to, yeah. and I think that that affected me too with working with the label, right? And 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 I had a hard time with the like working with i didn't think it was fair for me to work with bands if i had a chip on my shoulder so that's why yeah. i was like you know kind of had to end that that for a little while but dude that that passion to do a label and shit is still what's in me and, and do music and shit you know let me ask you this way because you did a label like from the stillborn era mm -hmm. and then you got the now era so obviously there's a difference with how music is distributed oh my god if you dude. had to pick one well a pro is easy what's a pro now I, that I isn't just being able to get your music out quickly so I, would say, I would say this dude so obviously dude i almost think that getting music out quickly is like a con right because it's just like so much shit can be exactly up that's a given it's a given right so i think the one pro that i'll say is that somebody like you or myself right can write something put it up online and actually make money and collect it yourself for the mm -hmm. first time right so and and a lot of times man dude people yes. don't people you you people don't understand that there's m income outside of just streams right so for a, a dude publishing money right so like sound exchange there's all these things where it's like it's kind of annoying in the beginning dude to sign up to all these platforms but bro once you're in you're collecting some easy money versus like and listen, dude, there's pluses to being on a label. I'm a fucking label, right? But sometimes, dude, a client will come to me or a label of a, you know, a band will come and I'll say like, hey, man, I'm not the right fit because I can't facilitate this, this yeah. or that. Or like, you know, I'll give you a, 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 a good example too. It's like Pete Morrissey did a project called Murmur. It was like an acoustic project, right? And Pete's a guy who could do everything on his own. So it was like, why do we need a label? Let's just do X, Y, and Z, right? So it's always like that. And, and again, so that to me would be like the pro is that like, you know, you as an independent artist, man, can go upload it on YouTube, 
but then be collecting on the publishing, the fucking stream, the whole thing. And you're not going through some weird label who's going to say like, oh yeah, Hoy, I'll throw you a statement in six months. Then you get a statement. It's like some weird deductions for some fucking ads. You've never seen a bunch of bullshit. Do you think this, do you think it's harder for a label to to, to get uh, an emotional attachment to a group now than it was back then? You know, dude, I think the challenges for the label are, are, are intense in a lot of ways, man. Right. I think that there's a lot of competition sometimes with label. Cause again, dude, to your point, everybody can fucking upload something. Right. So everybody's starting a fucking label and going like, yeah, man, I got a label. Right. But so the real deal with like static era is that like, I'm a label in the sense that like, yes, I'm distributed by a major through E1. Right. But I have a physical distribution through amped. So like if the new fucking mad ball came up, I, I could ship 20,000 CDs, right? Can, can Joe Schmo's label who's di- uploading it through DistroKid or TuneCore and no disrespect to those services because they're great at what they do, but that's not a label, bro. You can't facilitate shit like that, yes. right? So that, that's what I feel like is kind of an advantage for, for dudes like us is that there are things, you know, you can go fucking distribute 20,000 CDs or something like that. Dude, there's still tools available, you know? Yeah. It's definitely crazy. Like, obviously we know it's different with that, you know, digital and this we all know it's been digital for a minute now but it's just crazy how i always wondered that like you know back then you had to go you would go to the bat you know an a and r would show up at your rehearsal he'd take he'd go to your house he'd show he'd hang out with you let's hang out with your boys you know to get a vibe of you now i send you music yeah it may be dope and may okay i want to sign them but you don't, do you have a pulse of them? Does it well, matter? And there is like, well, how many fo- followers you got? And so to me, dude, I sign shit I like. I don't give a fuck yeah. about followers or this or that. You know, dude, but dude, to your point to what you just said, it's like, yo, that's how we ended up on Triple Crown, right? It was like, uh, fucking, you know who said something to Fred Feldman and was like, yo, you should see this band from Connecticut. He came and seen us with, uh, shout out to Ignite, who you just had a couple uh, couple of yeah. episodes ago. We were playing with them at, at uh, Coney Island High and got signed. Same thing with Bridge Nine. It's like, I knew Chris Wren. You know, yeah. so again, dude, it's like, it is like this whole intercon like connective thing. And I think sometimes dude, as a label, it, because there's so much competition, bro, it is kind of harder sometimes to sign some of the bigger acts. Right. Cause it's like, I might have the same resources, dude, money, everything, but I might not be a, a name yet. Cause I'm still, name, new. Yeah. So I might not be getting the, that, that big thing. But what I do get and what I do try to stay in my lane with right now is working with my friends that I believe in, right? So right now we have Cruel Hand, who you had Chris Linkovich out, right? So shout oh, out, we did Dark Side of the Cage. With, with, and I love the band. And then that, that, yeah. that record, he, he, they killed it. Sound. Yeah, they killed it, dude. Zeus killed it. You know, and, and again, shout out to Zeus, who was early on, believer of Static Era. He, he plays a big role in, in, in the late. And with, Zeus will be on the smoking word. Oh yeah, he loves you, man. So yeah, that's my so he, he, play, he plays a big role. And, and you know, we, we had him do uh, the, the Cruel Hand EP. It's called Dark Side of the Cage it's out now. Again, Andrew, who you've had on, dude, he's a fucking amazing vocalist. I, uh, with Tim Williams from VOD, his new project, Rolling yeah. Coffin. Yeah, I got a new band, Private yeah. Mind, that just signed. But like, so I try to, to work with shit, dude. I don't look at socials and I don't, because again, man, that's not how I signed shit back then, right? Like, yeah. like who the fuck knows what With Honor would have had or right Yeah, 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 exactly. Had, right? We don't know who the fuck know any of this shit. Like, and and yeah. I think, dude, that's the problem, Hoya, now is that it's so focused on shit like that that you might overlook some shit that's real heat, you know, and, I, and that's that's what I like about, uh, you know, some other labels that are doing that, where it's like they they take a chance on shit that's got nothing going on and it pops, you know. Yeah, uh, you know when when like. you go into shit with a with a for the love of it and for for the love of it with um honesty 
and with no um what do you call it with no expectations yep I think that's what you hit it you have you ever watched that documentary super mensch no i'm gonna write it down what's well, you on? better watch it because you will relate to it this guy look i'm getting goose pimples right now this guy is the guy who ended up managing um uh, the doors oh sick yeah, um, 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 uh, you gotta watch it long story short yo you're there you're the manager oh okay <laughs> i'm a manager guess who ended up doing everybody well and dude that, and, that's listen man that's why i'm here for and dude even to our listeners you don't got to be my fucking friend to ask me for advice man i fucking i'll as long as you're cool and you're not some dude i fucking yeah. hate ask me a question dude because a, a lot of times man my my whole focus hoya like has really been dude almost like a artist advocacy in a kind of way because dude yeah. i've seen so many things you know dude whether it's with like bands like madball or hatebreed it's like you see these kind of culture vultures come after shit and it's like well dude why shouldn't the band get the fucking full cut like what do you yeah it was always that like what's that missing part where does that fucking go yeah. bro and that was that again dude that was my journey dude that brought me to here it would like i would look at pressing records fucking licensing shit any of yeah. this stuff and i'm like how, how? Yeah, we should get what we deserve. Exactly. Yeah, dog. You, you really gotta watch that. It first was an amazing I'm, I'm gonna, documentary, and it's basically kind of your story. Except I love you got that. millions and billions of dollars. He does. Yeah, I'm like the I heart, don't know about it. I'm the heart. No, come on, bro. I would have lost <laughs> you up. You know that, dude. Oh hell yeah, I'd be working right now. I'd be a static record singing. Fucking, <laughs> I'd be fucking through. No, but it, it, it's um, I'm the same way. Like you know um. Not with just the podcast. People know I always love talking shit. I'm, I, you know, I'm cool with everybody, but especially with new bands. Not yeah. that I'm like, I feel like, yeah, you know what? I have a lot to offer. No, but I've been around for a minute, and I've been around enough to see a lot of angles, like from the major labels, from the the the, the demos, from playing the squats to playing the arenas. Like, you know, I've been there, and done that, and I'm lucky to say that. But I like when I see new bands and when they do ask a question what you could see when they come with an honest you know some an honesty to them where i'm like yo I, i'll throw them some gems because yeah i want to see people in our world shine like they shine they hopefully they remember who threw them a gem you know what i mean and, Dude, and, and, super, and super it, fast, keeps, it keeps all these names the stigmas the jimmy gestapo's name the book no, oh, you and i are gonna work on getting that that stigma guitar somewhere fucking place yes. man I, no. yo, I, I wanted to share a story with you though man about, right. about stillborn just because this, this is a funny one i'm gonna throw this uh <laughs> this is a throw throw it under the bus and, and what what i think bands should not do if you're gonna get signed right so i'm not gonna say the band but yo rewind to maybe like uh 2002 outside the roseland Hatebreed's about to play a big show, right? So, you know, your boy, fucking Jay Reason's got to bring the distro in, got to bring all the shit, right? Because, you know, it's the flea market. Yep, of course. So one of the opening bands that Josta was considering going to signing, right? He, they're walking out the other way, and they see me carrying all these fucking boxes, bro. What do you think they did? Did they help? They held the door for me, or they opened the, They walked around and went the other door? Oh, they walked around, huh? That's, and they didn't get signed. <laughs> you know? Yo, and that story in our circle of friends goes forever, dog. And I know that the band knows about it and that it's so funny, but it's just, this is what I'll always say to everybody, dog. You never know who the fuck is who. Be respectful of everybody. And if you see somebody fucking holding a fucking box, whether you're the fucking band opening or not, you fucking hold the ass door. Cause yo, that literally like, it cost them a deal. And I had, I had promised uh, my friend circle that I would share that story because I never Man, had told no, that, that story. And, and that's great. And that's great that, that, that should tell people because 
my mother rest in peace. Like Jasta was legit going to sign them, do that yeah. at that show. And, and then when I went and told take. him that, and, and when I told him that, he was like, forget that. that. Like these kids that don't know, they think everything is like a book. Like, no, this is the one-on-one way you get signed. They go, no, you know where most meetings are done are, are over drinks, over eating, it, over, it, you know what? This guy's cool. Yo, you know what? Let's make this happen. It's not just always the numbers and the stats. It's a vibe. You know what I mean? It's a connection that you go, you get with people. Totally. Right? That's why they play golf. That's why everything's done over a business meal. What do you think is the hardcore version of golf, Hoya? The hardcore version of golf? Because <laughs> it wouldn't be boozing. If, if, say it's not yeah, boozing. I was going to say, drinking, about... but nowadays, man, yo. We got to think of what that is. Yoga. Yoga. <laughs> yo, straight up. Because too many guys with the Pilates, it's the same thing, you know. Freddie got the golf hat now. You know, he's either that or somebody's doing the flow and look. I, I, I just sweat too much, man. I, I can't be out there that long. Know, I, I'm a sweater <laughs> too. I'm a heavyweight. I'm a heavyweight. And fuck it. No, it, it's, Yo, you um, look great though, man. I always tell you that, but dude, shout out. I got to say it again, man. Like, um, I, I kind of have let myself go and you've been my inspiration. I'm actually, I'm going back into the gym recently dang. and it's because of the podcast, dude. So shout out to you, bro. Uh, no, that, I, I'm no. so happy to see you look so good, man. Like I said, dude, you've been a, a friend you, of mine for a long time and, yeah, and I want to give you your flowers, bro. I've, I've given them to you on my podcast, but I got thank you years, bro. Thank you, man. Just try, man. You know, grinding again. I got two boys I got to live for. Yeah, and I shut up. Podcast I got to live for. How no. could I, how could the people out there? Well, we need more music. We need more music from you, man. We need more music from you too, and I need you to get that solo shit out because no, I need I that. know I got a lot of shit. You know, hopefully in the the future got some more mad ball, and I got my other project, the True Union. It's still on, and that's something I want you to hear because well, and listen, we're man, talking and, the future. Let that. me let me use the True Union thing as an example, dude. And then I'm going to shout out Roger AF here, dude. Right. So a couple of weeks back, I know everybody saw this AF live at CBGB's thing go up, right? Yeah. So, dude, you know, maybe two weeks before that goes up, I get a text from Roger. And, dude, again, I'm a fucking fan. So when you get a text from fucking Roger, like, all right, this is awesome, right? And when the dude texts you and asks you, yo, Jay, I'm trying to fucking upload this thing through these other services and I can't get it done. How the fuck you do it? Bro, that's like a full circle moment to me. You know what I'm saying? When a guy like of that fucking, the dude who created the world is asking you. And, dude, I got him his fucking thing done in two days. And the record was up in two weeks. Oh, and, yeah. get it done. and that's that's and again dude, that's the things i would do for you or anybody that you know in our world because, i know you always told me well any help you need let's go any well because bro anybody else is gonna say oh i'll help you but it's this or i'll help yeah. you it's this cut and it's like no dude it takes me fucking five minutes dog i don't give a fuck like yeah. let's we all move together like you said i agree and i think again uh, 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 um consistency and i think when you do shit like that because you're, you're you're like me we do shit and we don't expect nothing, nothing if it comes man. out of it cool but we don't expect nothing because we've been burnt and it's better to go into something you know what we give it and yeah. let it be that well to me dude there's always a story at the end of all this shit right because like yeah. you you've said on your on your show before man that the characters in our world bro yeah come on oh uh, no for I, sure I, you know i also know i'm lucky <laughs> to do what I've done and to know who I've known. And, 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 and my, my, you know, my family always taught me, you know, again, rest in peace with my mother, my yeah, brother. Man. And they really, they, they, it was always this. If we have one pot of rice and there's a guest over, we all eat or nobody eats. Well, bro, I mean, listen, me growing up, dude, I, all my, all my memories are other Cubans coming over and my mom being like, what do we have to give them? And, yeah. and dude, to a fault, bro, I feel like that's, why I'm not further in life because dude, when you come and sign with me, bro, I'm doing like crazy. People like have told me, they're like, yo, this deal's crazy. I'm like, yeah, but bro, this is what I deserve. I didn't fucking write the music. I didn't fucking yeah. do this. Like, 
my, my, my thing is like you said, dude, it's like no expectation, bro. And you know what, dude, if somebody out there or some fucking band is like, you know, dude, out of the major label system is like, you know what, dude, this label's fucking cool. And we make money together, dude, that that's my hope, bro. And if not, dude, then yeah. it's, this is all I'm going to do. Hoy. I can tell you there's, there's nothing else, man. I tried it. I, you know, dude, like we didn't get yeah. to touch on some of the other things, but like, dude, I've worked in this fucking music thing and everything, you know, and, and, and I can tell you, bro, that I would not go back to anything that's not music related ever again. Yeah, me too. And I tell, I try to tell people the same thing with me, with, 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 with business, with anything I do. I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to make money. I want us to make money. Whoever's involved with it. I'm always like that. Even if I'm like, yo, could you help me out with this? Yo, Jay. Do me a solid. I got this thing I'm trying to sell. Yo, I know a homeboy. I can sell it for you. All right. Even if you do it off the grip, I'm going to be like, here's another one. You know what? Take your girl out on me. Well, here's listen, a little. Man, that's how we do. That's how we There's do. There's enough to eat, dude. I've always said that, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it goes, whether it's working with you or, or the, I mean, look, look at something like, like working with Isaac, right, dude, which is to me is, is one of my, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say treat it like a client because he's not a client. He's my I friend. I know what you but, mean. But the mindset of saying to him, like, hey, man, we're going to do this and then getting him on Cameo. Hey, man, we're going to do this podcast and it's going to be shout out to fucking, uh, you know, Sound Soundtown Media that has both of our shows. You know, like yeah. I said to him, hey, we're going to do this. And dude, and to see those things come up and to see your friends be able to make, dude, again, maybe we're not making fucking a lot, but bro, to see this little piece yeah. that eventually, dude, when this digital landscape, whatever the fuck it is, kind of gets figured out that like, okay, podcast should be paid this, YouTube should be paid that. Bro, then we we our community do the more like you said, dude. We rise up, and again, dude, I don't want to sound like I'm this huge positive person because you know me, dude. There, there, I'm fucking, uh, I'm a bad dude too. But it, <laughs> what I do believe in, dude, especially with our community, dude, having seen it so much, bro, is that we can keep it together, and there's enough education between us that we don't gotta keep going to these people dude and signing these crazy deals like right. like because to me dude again like when i see a band like madball or you know shout out to our boy ian blood for blood or any of these big right. bands that have these legacies it's like you have more to offer than a label's ever going to be able to offer you at least in the states right i know europe is a whole different animal where you need yeah. the support system and stuff like that totally, totally. but in the states bro there's nothing stopping a madball from fucking pressing ten thousand fucking yeah. lps x amount of cds putting the digital yeah. up through whatever and fucking making the same amount that yeah, you would yeah, have yeah. made and not have to commission fucking 30 or 40%. And that's a lot of this game, bro. Whether I'm working with, uh, you know, I just finished a project with UB40, whether it's the fucking oh, fifth Brian McKnight. You've been working with them for a minute, right? Yeah, I've been working with them. I've been working with Brian McKnight for a minute too. I remember, I know the Brian McKnight. I remember yeah, I worked, with, I worked with Sean Stockman from Voice to Men on his solo record. Like oh. again, man, I, you know, Hoy, I've just been super blessed, bro, to work in this weird space where I call it kind of like from the studio, to the record store shelf. It's all that in between shit. And a lot of times too, man, you got to remember that oh, my clients come out of these systems, bro, where they're used to working with yeah. 30 different departments, dude. Yeah. And you know what, dude, to bring it back full circle, dude, 30 departments at Stillborn Records was your boy right here. Yeah, I was your gang. publishing. Yeah, I was your, yeah. I was your graphic designer. I was your art proofer. I was your whole thing. So now in 2020 fucking two, yeah. when you need to hire somebody and you're like, how do you make a CD? How do you fucking ship? the fucking box like dude there's so much shit that people yeah. don't think anything of it you know what i'm saying and Absolutely. that's one of the things i love that um especially due to band like a madball af any of these legacy bands that to me dude are in the same sentence as a fucking ub40 or whatever like yeah now if like like hoya needs to fucking know the shipping requirements on how to send fucking cds to fucking whatever yeah five minutes i'll do it for you we're not no, paying a hundred dollars or whatever the fuck it's you, amazing you know, you've seen that shit? because people don't understand back in the days that if we didn't have somebody in the machine, we were 
gone. You know, we were little, we were yep. fish food. You know, yep. we didn't have the Howies. Thank God we had like a Howie. Yeah, shout out Howie. We would look out like where he was a hardcore dude and knew how to maneuver. Look at Madball on Roadrunner. We paid the toilet paper bill. We weren't paying nothing <laughs> there, but we put them on the map for being those hardcore motherfuckers that they didn't have. Yeah. You know, well, fake, you get credibility. You know, a lot of I love all the bands on there, but there was a lot of makeup and a lot of fake shit going on. When we came on the bill, they knew. All right, these motherfuckers will show up to your house. They're not just singing about it. They'll show up to your house, and then boom, now you're certified. Now, okay, that's all. You know, it's all fine. But it's like, but what I'm glad is that when there's people like us in the mix now, like that, that a madball was able to be on a road runner. Well, or even Hoya, think about somebody like yourself who's been in the game for so long, right? Say you want to step back and you're like, you know, I'm going to start a and some projects or something, right? It's like, you could literally start a label without giving no fucking percentages. I mean, dude, like yeah. some of the clients I set up, bro, we do stores like Shopify stores where these clients are making six figures, dude, with no inventory, nothing. Cause we're, I'm just plugging them in. And again, yeah. dude, if I was some fucking scumbag, I'd be like, you know, dude, it's, yeah. I'm going to take this. And, but it's like, don't dude, I charge X to fucking do this. And I don't give a fuck yeah. because after that, dude, you know what? It's on you, man. Like, I, cause again, dude, I've been on the flip of that where then dudes think you fucking handed them some career and it's your fault because two yeah, people, yeah, 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 listen, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. It's great. And, and again, it's the, I think uh, coming from where we come from, um, it gives us that thick skin and able to be like, you know, I'm, I'm, people coming at us, you know, in this world, it's where, you know, we're used to aggressive talking people, questions, um, very primitive talk, primitive ways of, of doing business. So totally. if we know how to sophisticate it or we know how to take it in, like, again, I learned how to work. You should see me in Europe. I, you would think like, <laughs> I know how to defuse a drunk German mob like this. Bro, I was I was with you when we did you. I'm not gonna say oh, it here, but there was an I remember, yeah. yeah. But that was us having a flip on that, Hamburg. You know, that was us having a flip on. Shout out to freaking beautiful crew. That tour was so much fun, man. Hoy, like I said, dude, I just I I, I what I gotta say, man, on the, this whole podcast and do just everything I do, man. Like to me, bro, the journey has just that's all it is, bro. Like I'm not a dude who. Yeah. My friends will tell you, man. I'm not a dude who's got some. I'm thinking about this ten years ago. Like I, bro, I have no plan for fucking what's next week that's it it's just yeah because to me it's like dude with the one thing i've learned with all this shit is and you know this better than anybody bro it's like everything we know could just fucking end like that and then it's like what the fuck am i gonna do so you know what dude it's like i i get psyched for doing the show with you i get psyched at the shop i treat the shop like a bar bro i don't treat it like a store it's like because if i can't find fun in that shit man or if i think about shit like too crazy bro i might as well just go back on the train and go work you know, doing shit for Google projects like I did. You know what I'm saying? That ain't my shit. That's great. Your shop is perfect for you. I can't wait for you to come down, man, and see it, dude. Like I know. I'm hoping to go there and do what you did. Do a fucking... I I did one in Cortex. I want to do one at your spot. And I actually... And this is a fact. I already have it. We're working on it. I'm making... I got a handful of these custom uh, um, smoking word things and for a couple of shops with your thing and I, i'm gonna I, I would love that made for your shop i would that, love that man because on the inside we have all these cool framed up flyers and shit i got yeah, a lot no, of sick mad all shit up and, there and, so and it's i got it was one we're getting made for you and for cortex those were the I ones love that that is i got some in the works it was right now i'm in the middle i'm taking this whole thing to the next level right now i know I'm dude in, I, in the middle I, of a move I got to, I got to say, man, again, not, I, I admire your podcast, man. It's one of those things where like, I, I do always say to, 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 you know, to, to Danny and to, to just everybody, I, 
I only listen to a couple podcasts, dude. And not just because you're my friend. I love the content yeah. you do and, and a couple other shows, but I, I, I love the most dude. Cause I was following you when you were first, first doing it. Yeah. I love dude that how consistent you do it, bro. Even if it's like, uh, yeah. you know, like re-putting something up or whatever. Cause you know, working with Isaac, he's got a, a certain vision, dude. And, yeah. and again, I, I'm the co-host on that show, dude. And I know my role there. And my role is to just complete an episode. Yeah, he's all over. He's very, yeah. yeah and, 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 and he, and, and for as all over as he is, man, he does have a vision, dude. And I think that's yeah. what people underestimate. And you know this about the dude. He is a fucking genius too, man. Like in the same way as you and, and uh, you know, Joss and all these guys, man, he's literally like, I seen him, this dude do some crazy shit, you know, like, uh, and you know, just watch, so watching that thing come together, dude, and come to light um, and seeing him just the way he works, bro, it has been yeah. a lot of fun too. Yeah, he's fun. And I, you know, again, I, I'm glad I root for him. And the same thing with us, like for me, it's um, anything I do, you know, the old I get and the, and the way life turned out, I made it a point that I told myself, I'm lucky to be alive. Facts, so man. I'm doing everything two point fucking oh i love it dude from the minute i told myself that the minute i put my mother in the grave i said i go 2.0 on everything i do and that's how i'm doing it that's just what it is and that's what i do if i said the pocket i'm not just gonna do the podcast i'm gonna i'm gonna do the podcast I'm do I, said, I'm I'm gonna do, yeah. I said i'm gonna work out he's gonna work i'm gonna fucking work out i said i'm gonna go be a better father i'm working on being a be better father i said whatever i'm gonna do i gotta go for a goal and i, I love if I that get gold is one thing but i'm going for it no and that's why i told you man even before this and you've seen me always say to you dude like i admire you dude as a friend and do it as a fan because you know, man, those are the like difficult things, dude. And to, and dude, and the thing is too is like, and you know this, a lot of people wouldn't put it all out there like that. And that, and and for me, dude, what I respect the most about you is that like, it's hard to talk about shit like yeah. that. People kind yeah. of frown about shit like that, and that's what I love about you, dude. And again, that's why I have I admire how much work you've put into the podcast and how great it is, and how, dude, again, watching it from that first episode when you're bringing it yeah. to the live shows to watching this and watching the yeah. channel and watch. I mean, definitely. dude, that's fucking dope, dude. Thank you, man. And and, and it definitely helped me because I never, to be honest with you, I my plan was to never really talk about no, get into my 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 my, my personal life as far as uh, what what with my wife passing away uh, and my health and and all that. But guess what? It happened, and this shit is on real time. And I would be faking the funk and bullshitting if it wasn't. You know, uh, 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 if I didn't acknowledge it, and not only that, that, you know, when people, uh, ha you know, ask me, oh, uh, you know, if it's with my health or whatever, I got to tell them, you know, I'm, I'm not one to bullshit. So I got to let them know what gave me the gas and go, what the gas is, is, you know, me losing people, me doing this. So, and then what I learned is, look, you know me, I'm a positive dude, but I'm not, uh, we got blood clot and toe before that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. A lot of people, a lot of people DM me and they reach out to me on, yo, man, you gave me motivation for my health. I seen what you did and, and look at, don't get me wrong. It's, it, it feels good and it's good. I'm glad people, cause I needed to look at other people to, to be like, I could do that kind of thing. Well, it's almost like and, the hardcore scene, like you said, dude, right? It's like, we all need that. Yeah. And I know, push, and my, you know? Well, me, I'm like, but I'm like, I'm a work in progress. I'm like, don't come to me for uh, um, advice. What I could do, what you could, what I could tell you is just start and don't stop. Yep, I'm facts. lucky to have, like we were talking about before in our world, speaking gets us what? I look, I go, okay, health is on my, okay. 
we come from a world where health is around us. If it's health, um, music, um, um, production, you name it, we have a friend out there for it. So right away, I got to get my health right. Who I know, Adam Blake, this person. I talk about Adam Blake, that's my secret weapon. Yep. Yo, Adam, I would hit him up a text. What could you give me? Yo, do this, 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 and that. I'm lucky to have friends, but if I didn't reach out, well, and you know, one, of the, one of the things you've always said on your podcast, man, that, that I love is that like you always say is like, we might not have these like huge bank accounts, like whatever these celebrity trainers and all this shit, but yo, we know the fucking dude who's training that celebrity, or we know the dude like Adam, you know what I'm saying? And, and in a lot of ways, it's like that shit goes further we than, yeah, for sure. Like I, I, I said it on the last one I had to do when my mom's passed away. Yeah, man. I'm so sorry about a, that, bro. You know, this guy was, I forgot where from Europe or somewhere, but from somewhere he goes, I, I don't got much, but if you and your family needs a house, my, you could come to my house and you and your sons have a place to stay. Yo, I'm almost in tears reading it. Cause I'm like, this is a good dude who got nothing. Doesn't know me, but just from music is telling me, look at yeah, the hardest time. Look at this guy doesn't have nothing. I got a fridge full of food. Yeah, I love I love that story, man. Like I said, that always sticks to me out yeah. when you say it on your podcast because that that's how I feel. You know, especially dude. Like I said, my my girl, she works a normal job, what I call a normal job, nine to yeah. five, and I'm a dude who works fucking every day, bro. Like if a client, you know, fucking yeah. Brian McKnight decides tomorrow he needs a fucking he's doing a record. Like guess what, bro? I'm fucking yeah. working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, and that's that's you know again, dude, just about the hardcore thing and stuff. It's that mentality, bro, of just like, yo, we just fucking do it. And I know it sounds corny for those who don't know and shit, but dude, it's so fucking true, bro. Yeah, all that corny shit came to 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 upfront now, cause I say all these whack shit. It's like it's just <laughs> a fucking fact, you know. We're lucky that we have our friends together, the ones that are together. We're lucky to be to. We're lucky to go through the hard. All those bullshits. It's it's reality, you know. No, dude, like you I'm said, glad it's like it is because it ain't just lyrics well and and like you said earlier right it's like it's like if if you want to go to a show for an, a major artist right it's like oh we know somebody who, who could get like that or dude how many fucking people can know that because the kid knows Madball or something like that right yeah like, you know it was crazy when um we did the um the limpiski corn tour a couple years back mm -hmm. first of all the minute i walk in Half the road crew, they're sound men. They were all like, yo, all mad ball. I seen you at Madball, Madball. You know, the keyboard is for the corn ends up coming up to me. And he's like, yo, I'm, I'm QE2 Albany. Oh, and I'm like, awesome. that's a real hardcore motherfucker. Yo, that's real shit. Because he's talking yeah. that shit. And he goes, yeah, I was, and like, just guys that seen us. And it was just like, and I'm like, yeah, you know, what makes, you know, what the heart to all those big bands you know, we feel that hard. That like works. we have, we we're one of those vessels, meaning our world. That well, and listen, man, it's like, if you think about a computer, right? It's like, what powers it? We're that, we're the fucking mainframe of that shit. And everybody's yeah. all about the internet and all the fucking shit, but bro, without that fucking circuits my, my, running the machine, my, bro, you know? Two of my good friends fucking, uh, you know, uh, one of my, and uh, Jeff, he's the head security for Iron Maiden. Oh, that's right? sick. And, this is, you know, these are old school, yeah, hard, hardcore dudes. The fam, I love them. So I get to go when when Iron Maiden came to play. I told this story before. That's it was like sick. one of my greatest moments. I'm like, I'm on Nico McBrain's guest list, Hoya Rock, <laughs> and they're like, here, Hoya Rock. I'm like, yo, this is the hardest shit. My point being is, don't get me. I love Iron Maiden, and they're you know all that. But when I see my man, my brother Jeff. And we're in the in the the guest and in, in the in the backstage where all the guests are and they the free beer. I see him. We're all like, oh. it's like you would have thought. I'm like to see my brother and to know like, look at 
you know, it's because of him we're here. Yeah. Look, good seats. We're backstage. And he you never know. forgot you guys. See, so like you said, dude, because how many people, dude, have forgotten? Absolutely. Everybody, right? They get to a certain place and then that's that, you know? Yeah, and one of the cool things, man, like I'll say like the people that we know in our kind of like immediate circle have been our keep it so fucking real dude which is awesome sure. yeah time, no we, we we lucked out we're lucky and i'm glad we're still doing it i'm glad you're doing what you're doing because thank you brother we need that the record store that not just everybody with the label with the label is dope but it's good that you got that angle too and i'm glad like mark doing it in the city with his thing i'm glad that you know, Dude, cortex too, you know like, like you, you mentioned cortex man cortex is yeah. a big example too of what i follow my label store as too yeah, like totally. you know we did a comeback kid exclusive color for the last record for their newest heavy steps right yeah. and again andrew shout out to him uh you should listen to his episode on on hoya's podcast it's oh, really wait. fucking good um so like, like, but you know, shout out to him, dude. He's a dude, you know, I first met Andrew dude when, when the distance was touring in, in 2002, dude. And, and, you know, 20 years later, the dude sees, I have a store. Boom. What's the first, I say to him when, and this dude, when this started when we, he was doing the sights and sounds record together, I said, Hey, if there's ever a chance that I could get a color and I know, I, and everybody knows me, dude, I'm not asking you nothing for free. Yeah. I'm, I don't if I have anything, dude, I'll pay more. Cause I just don't want, some, yeah, yeah, yes, I don't it. want some motherfucker being like, yo, I hooked, hooked you up. Right. So like, yeah, I'll yeah. pay more, pay yeah, yeah, yeah. Charge me more, it. you know, but, but, you know, shout out to him, dude, that 20 years later, this dude, you know, trust me or whatever you want to call it to say like, yo, give this dude, you know, a hundred, uh, we had, two, I think it was a hundred on uh, blue. And nuclear blast, you guys know you're on the same label. It's a fucking big, that's a machine, dog. And if you want to, you know, you want to carve out a hundred, you know, that's a small number for yeah. that machine. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. you gotta, you're talking to some emails. You're, you know, that ain't just fucking, you're not. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to those machine. dudes and, and, you know, people like you guys who always look out for my shop and been, because, dude, that's, that's like the shit you need. And, and I feel so fortunate. Like I said, man, I might not have these huge numbers in my bank account, but I know if I need Hoya Rock to post something, Absolutely. I need Andrew or I need, you know, whomever dog, like it's a phone call away and they know that I will reciprocate that tenfold, whatever the fuck you need. Absolutely. I'm hoping one day, once we can start moving a little bit more, I want to, we can set up shop like you guys and really, you know, do one from uh, live in the shop and do all that good shit. You know, oh, dude, I mean? well, wait, wait till you, when you open the smoke and word, like storefront down there in your floor, it's oh, like yeah, a, you know. a vape, vape, you know, like those vape, exactly. vape shops. Babe shop record store. It's coming. Uh, it's gonna dry, come dry cleaner, go. dry cleaner and pastelitos. You know, hey, like just like, you know that we're gonna we need a door so you can open the door to your record shop and be like hell yeah. So, so what's what's next for you guys now? So what's now? What's the next thing you so, doing? So man, so we just put out this awesome band from Long Island called Private Mind. I want to encourage all the listeners to go check them out. They kind of sound like uh, Quicksand, Rival Schools, like post hardcore shit. Oh, dope. Dope. They're I'm very right. dope, dude. And then I got um, I haven't posted it yet, but I'm gonna share it here first. Is I just signed a band from Pittsburgh called On Your Nerves, super young, like a rock kind of band. Uh -huh. um, again, man, we sign everything, dude. So I, I don't just stick to one thing because I like everything. So yeah, uh, you know, I've been kind of messing with the rock thing right now. Um, and I'm really excited about those kids coming out. And then uh, other than that, dude, like the one thing I'm, I want to share too that I'm very excited about is I'm going to be working on my own first music. Uh -huh. First time in like over 10 years, dude. I've been working with uh, Greg at Silver Bullet Studios. Greg plays in the band called End. Um, Silver Bullet has done some amazing bands. So we've been working on What's something. Like? You don't want to say yet? You know, man, I don't want to say yet, but I'll say this, dude. Anybody who has who knows me and kind of knows what I listen to. And if you listen to that last distance record, all right, I, I, get already. I would say this, it's, it's not going to be as rock or melodic, but, but, but that shit. 
Yeah, I figured. Yeah, that's 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 what I, a lot of guys. We either gonna go full blown metal or we're gonna go the other. Well, way. listen, man, and we got like here's the thing, dude. And I got no, I got no problem fucking saying this now because it's been whatever. I mean, we got a shit ton of money to go do that record, right? Yeah. Um. So what am I gonna go do? Am I gonna go fucking? And and Zeus knows I love him, but am I gonna go do a hardcore record or am I gonna take the chance and go like, okay, I Absolutely. can hire this songwriter. I could do this. And you know, dude, because you got to work on the Hazen Street record on on that. And how much of a fun of that experience, dude? X amount of years later, like that's what's what's the one experience recording experience you care the most about? Was that? Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, no, for so, sure. It was like definitely an experience that I never had again. You know, like yeah. that. You know, from the budget and being in that world was. Well, a and bro, I mean, I, listen, I'm not gonna say the number, but we got a sh we got a fucking shit ton. Right. But we were committed to doing. I mean, you know, we were we went to Europe with you guys. Yeah. We bought a van. We bought everything. Um, you That's know, dude. Great. But again, I just felt very blessed in all of this, Hoya, to have learned everything dude and always taking a little piece of something so it's like oh going up to europe with you guys learn this yeah. in the studio this you know because again dude, i feel like it's all a culmination dude to like if somebody asks something for me dude this the moment this is why i say forget that bullshit that whole rearview mirror bullshit that shit is all cool yep i heard somebody saying it made the most sense to me said you know what happens when you look in the rearview mirror you forget you don't see what the fuck's in front of you Totally, man. That's well, always worried about what's in front of you. That you know what God is to hear to this moment. Like right now, uh, you know, even with the podcast, boom, we got a sponsor, we got a this. I was like, it took to this moment to get that. Now we're rocking. It, it took all that to get to this moment. Well, uh, with the band to be able to do an arena, it took all that to get there to be um, acknowledged in the. And I remember just being the first time I heard us. They mentioned Madball in the same breath as AF and sick of it all. That's fucking like, awesome, man. I couldn't believe it because I'm like, I used to pay to go to there, sneak in their show. <laughs> and now they just mention us, like even well, like- you, you guys are in, you're, in the, you're in the documentary and shit with them. And like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just you. To me, I'm still like bugging, like no way. Like I was going to sick of it all shows as a little kid, like 15 sneaking in or trying to go in like before anything. And I'm like, when people, and I always wanted that. That was my old shit with Madball or whatever. I was just like, I want motherfuckers to know at the end of the day, when they say this hardcore shit, they know, we go down in history yep. and be like us or lovers, real motherfuckers, and that we repped it. That's what I wanted. And when they say, oh, yeah, Mad Boy F, and when they make it sound like that, I still to this day, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, dude, it's listen, man, Madball to me, dude, again, just to, to give you a little bit of your roses, man, I have such a history with you guys, whether it was like, you know, my brother taking me to one of the first shows of his band playing or like the last Voice of Reason show ever was Freddie's first show out in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, dude. That was in like '99, yeah, thousand uh, or something like that. You know, so it's like, dude, it's like, and then, dude, again, coming full circle, like in '06, dude. You know, we get to go on tour in Europe, dude, with you guys, and sick of it all. Walls, yeah. Jericho, comeback kid. It's like, Fun. you know, dude. For Great. me, dude, I, you know, Hoya, like I said, man, I, it's, I don't care if it sounds corny, man. I just feel so lucky that I'm like, yeah. you know, because, dude, again, I'm not a big believer of clicks and all that, but, dude, I feel fortunate that I landed in yeah. this time frame and, and was you know able why? to everybody. also why you weren't trying to be somebody that you weren't to fit in you oh, were always you, you and that's what people showed love for you and you grinded you weren't thank trying you, to brother. be this guy you weren't trying to be that guy but people know he might show up in your house he doesn't <laughs> have a tattoo on his face but if you don't like it he might show up in your I house don't, yo the only reason i don't have face tattoo i'm going to shout out my girlfriend is because she won't let me yet good so good you don't want that on that face no but, i know What's the deal with Diablo's Dead? Now we're going to get another episode. Yeah, man. I got to so, call Ezek and make this happen. Yeah, no, man. Before I let you go, let me, I'll, I'll plug the Diablo's Den really quick, dude. Yeah. Like, shout out to Ezek, dude. Like, he's, he's had a, you know, shout out Godzilla, actually, man. Godzilla was sick for a minute there in between those two tours, which, uh, you know, man, 
you know me for a long time, dude. I'm, I'm not one of these dudes who's going to be like, yo, we got to do some shit. Cause again, man, it's, I'm the co-host of that show. And my job is a certain role. I, I'm not going to apply pressure on my friend when he's feeling a certain way to be like, bro, let's get on a fucking, no, you know what? I treat the podcast. And I've said this to him is like, we treat it like a band. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm like the, like, this is his others, you know, Scarhead, Spick. Yeah, 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 no, for right? sure. I'm just a band with him. So whenever we could book a show, yeah, yeah, that's when it. we do it. And then I try my best, you know, Hoy is like to encourage Isaac, dude, to keep other things together with him, which I feel like that's more my important role, bro, is like to support my friend and like, hey, man, how can I help you as an individual? Was it like landing you on Cameo? Is it doing this? Because, yeah, yeah, sure. you know, dude, like to me, the podcast was just like our vehicle to talk all the time. Because gotcha. oh, again, man, I have so much love, dude, outside of just end up becoming friends with you, Freddie, Roger, all these guys. Like, I was a fucking fan first, bro. Like, yeah, so you have to understand over. that, like, it bugs me out when somebody's like, when these dudes are like, when you ask me something, because it's just like, I'm just, I, I'm still just this kid in Connecticut, dude, even at 43, I feel like, a, like, okay, man, yeah, let's yeah. fucking, you know. I'm, you know, I, the other day I'm texting with Roger and stigma to text. I'm still yeah. like, stigma text me. A fucking grown ass man. I, I fucking lived with my whole, like my whole grown up. And to this day, I'm like, I, I literally live. I say, I, I, I say it as a joke, and I don't mean it. I said I don't stop till stigmas in the fucking rock and roll hall of fame. Yeah, no, and it's a you, joke, but it ain't a joke. No, you and I are gonna work on some shit like that, that, man. So yeah, before before I jet, yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna want to plug uh Diablo's Zen podcast. Uh, everybody keep up with that. Like I, said, I would say once a month, but it's just been a little slow, yeah. but Diablo's Den podcast, dude, you can keep up with me on Instagram. It's a J reason, J A Y, uh, R E A S O N. And then my Facebook is, uh, J reason C T H C. Now let uh, me ask you with the record store, are people able to, um, it's just a, go in there or do you, do you do, um, so like, so basically dude, like the website, I just got our releases. So war God and static era because, and, and this is just, I don't give a fuck, like blowing up the retail business, man. It's just like, say you and I are buying the same record, right? And it costs $12, right? Every motherfucker got it for $1,201 yeah. online and the shipping is this. And it's just like too competitive. So my thing when I opened the store was nothing outside of my own goods because I want to concentrate on the customer experience. So what I prefer is somebody comes in because bro, again, Hoy, I treat it like a bar and I talk to my customers. I'm like, well, what are you listening to? And, and dude, like, Yo, I've been plugged into some fucking hot bands like locally here that like I got my eye on them and that like, yo, if I could help them get on a show and oh, if it yeah. pops, like I would, you know, like, listen, dude, there's a reason I opened the store. It wasn't just to sell records, right? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, some demos. It goes again. With your job is the same. It's an ear on the street. Well, and listen, dude, after I did my store, Bridge Nine announced the storefront and you see it more like, so I feel like, okay, I'm not, I wasn't the only person thinking that you have to evolve this space. I'm glad I was the like one of the earlier yeah. adapters and did it when I did it because I feel like I got a really good uh, price on rent and some other things that maybe now that shit's kind of coming back alive, I wouldn't especially do like when you come visit, dude, or you could ask Isaac, like down here is like, it's kind of like on the water and the train and shit. So yeah. you know, trust yeah. me, you, yeah, like pre- You know what it took, but not fuck that. It, like we were talking before, it took you to go for it. That's what it takes everybody. There, there's a moment in time where you go for it or you don't, and that well, makes and, it oh, a break. You know what, dude? Worst case, man, I would have lost out on a couple of years on a fucking lease and maybe some money that, yeah, it would have hurt. But, bro, at the end of the day, it would have been like, yo, you know what? It's like, it's no different than putting out a record, right? What's the budget on a fucking band? What's the touring? But, I mean, yeah, yeah. you're still spending money. So I just, again, man, I try to view everything as like, is it a fun experience, dude? Can I help my friends? Can I order 20 fucking legacies? Yeah. Can I bring in, you know, for terror, dude? I just did um a fucking window display the whole thing and when you guys have your record we do the same thing because it's to me it's like 
let the and I said that I said let the fucking neighborhood know because dude these yeah. are my friends like fucking yeah. I want to I don't give a fuck if you don't like the imagery like these are yeah. my friends they got a fucking record coming out and you're gonna see it every time spot. this is what we do yeah. now. every time you're walking to the fucking train you're gonna see fucking Scott Vogel screaming in your fucking face yeah yeah no listen <laughs> I'm fucking psyched for you. I'm glad Thank I'm you, psyched Leia. for the store. I, everybody, go to the store. Go in person and go <laughs> spend that cash. Yo, and dude, thank that. you so much for having me on again. I, mean, I said at the beginning, but dude, I feel so fortunate. To, I, like, I don't do many of these just because I tend to talk a lot and talk a lot yeah, of no, shit. No, no, I've been wanting. But, I'm glad. And then we're going to have you back when we're going to do. I want to do one. I want to get one with Vaughn Lewis and get you. I would a, love that. Because I also like... um. I want to let the new kid who's thinking about starting a label who might be that next um, uh, 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 Jimmy Iovine yeah, fuck yeah. have a connection to fucking us. You yeah. know what I mean? And say, yo, I got my tidbit from you and, and a fucking Vaughn Lewis. Well, and any, any of your listeners know, man, you fucking send me a send me a message. Say you heard us on spoke on spoken word. Yep. I fucking got your back, dude. I don't fucking, try, you know, listen, dude, as long as you don't become a punisher and ask me fucking 50,000. Right? Nothing for free. Go in with a good heart and an open yeah, wallet and we there. Yeah, I love you, Hoya. Thank you so love much you, for this, bro. brother. Always, you know what's up? Yo, one love. Go check them out. Go cop that shit. Diablo's there. Static Era Records. Go get that shit. Yo, we out. I'll let you know when this drops, my brother. I'll text Thank you. Thank you, Hoya. Peace. We out.